Welcome to episode 98 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, we'll be continuing our top 100 horror movies of all time with 60 to 41. Welcome, everyone, to the Movie City Maniacs. I'm Kyle. I'm Maddie. I'm Adam. And tonight we're continuing our top 100 horror films of all time. Uh, this has been this has been long. This is so much fun, actually. <laughs> it's been it's exciting, but it has yeah. been like a long journey of watching a lot of films and then putting together these lists. You know what's fucked up? Notes. Films. Yeah. Films. films. Yeah. What's fucked up is I'm writing this list. I'm like, oh man, I kind of want to watch this movie right now. As I'm like, oh, like 59. I haven't seen it since like uh, who knows? But like. Actually, I most so most of the movies on my list, I think I had watched oh, yeah? most of them, and it's probably there's going to be some that I'm going to like revisit on Shocktober and be like, yeah. "Ooh, that yeah. should have been on there." But mm-hmm. again, like all these lists, there's no such thing as a perfect list. Even when you do a top Except ten of the mine. year, mine, mine well, other, other than Adams, yeah. but even when you do your top ten of the year, it's like. Two weeks later, you find out about another film that probably would have made it or something like that. There's and, always revisions. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, um, yeah, well, maybe we'll revisit this. Maybe not the exact same format, but in, <laughs> next year, guys, we'll do our top hundred again. In uh, fi- another five years or something, we'll do something with this. But uh, yeah, I guess should we just jump right into it? Yeah, of course. Maddie, you want to do the honors again? Oh, did I start last time? You always start. Okay. From- so again, this is uh, this is. Um, we've already covered 100 to uh, 61, so if you haven't listened to those, go back listen to those episodes. I find those are kind of like some of the more gems, and as you get closer, you're going to yeah. kind of get he, some, he's just some saying, more... He's, uh, he's saying that we're not going to have anything interesting. Yeah, he doesn't know. know our list. We haven't shown this bozo our list. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think like... You know what's great? He's probably been like saving up his bowels just to defecate all over our list for the past week. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> all right. So my sixty, in my notes here, I have a, from nineteen eighty one. There's just a stick figure of like a what looks like an army man stabbing somebody in a shower with the pitchforks. I don't know what that really. Ooh, means. the prowler. The prowler. Have you seen this? I've never seen this. Oh, it's awesome. It's pretty much like an army man just going around just taking out these young kids with a pitchfork, and that sounds kind of boring but believe me it is not <laughs> it's, it's your typical kind of 80s it's slasher. pretty much like um pretty much not the same plot as my bloody valentine but you change a few things it's the exact same plot like right. uh heartbroken a war veteran gets broken up with on a doesn't he come back night. from like war or something and finds yeah. out that his his lo- his love has it's been with someone else the if you will so he gets all upset and uh they don't. The uh, couple ends up getting shanked with the pitchfork. He disappears. We don't know who did it. And this is years later. Yeah, yeah. and then years later, they haven't had a graduation dance in twenty years. And this is the first. So it time. really is just like my it buddy really Valentine. Is well, let, come on. Every slasher is yeah. the exact same formula. That's why I mean. But that plot is like yeah, yeah, identical. Yeah, yeah, but again, <laughs> that plot is probably. <laughs> and you think close to both? It works. Yeah. It yeah. works, yeah. man. Like there's like a dreamlike sequence throughout the whole thing. They got some like cool atmosphere and it's a bit like fuzzy. You know how like the uh, the eighties movies had that like fuzz tone to it well it definitely it has like mm-hmm. that kind of vaseline look to mm-hmm. the, the way it was shot it, it, this is cons- this is like more of a slow burn i guess like i don't i don't think it is but i know some people find it's a slower slasher film 
Um, well, I guess there is like a, uh, not a mystery per se, but they are like trying to figure out who this uh, army man is. But really, that. you're watching this because it's Tom Savini did the effects and the, the kills are amazing. I don't at his best, but these kills are insanely yeah. amazing. Like it might be at his best. I don't know, but worth it just for the kills alone. Yeah, it's yeah. a good one. That's your number 60. 60. So my number 60, I, I feel like will be higher on both of your lists. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not Kyle. I'm not trying to say what your list is. You don't know me. Um, from 1978, Philip Kaufman's Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I've already had the oh, 56 awesome. version. Um, this... This is this is also great uh, and and great in a different kind of way. Um, it's shot with these like deep shadows that are kind of reminiscent of film noir, but mm-hmm. it's in color, um, and it just builds up dread for, and paranoia yeah. for the first hour because mm-hmm. you don't know per se, right? Like you you know something's going on and there's some interesting things happening throughout, but like you don't know till I guess other like, other yeah. than like they're never trying to hide that. There's pod people. So yeah. Spoilers. Like you, the you don't mo- know how other movie was there, but you don't know how. Yeah. You know, is it the government? Yeah. Uh, you know, there's definitely that '70s government pa- yeah. paranoia. Yeah. You don't know who to trust. Yeah. Um. And and few uh like 1970s you know thriller horror movies are better acted. Sutherland is. Yeah, is that's unbelievable. that's probably my favorite. Sutherland performance. He's great in a lot of He's things. He's suave and and super paranoid at the same time. He is kind of like I don't want to say a. Dick, yeah, per se, that was the word I was going to say. He is a dick, right? Well, like, think about like he's he, trying to like get this girl who's married to this dude. Like, if there wasn't the pod people, they'd be in a happy marriage. And right? the back and forth yeah. between him and Adams yeah. is great. Like, you feel like they're they're really like colleagues and friends mm-hmm. that get along um, from the first moments they're on yeah. screen together. Um, and that thing she does with her eyes is kind of fucking cool, right? Oh yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> one of the things you forget about. Like that's kind of like the moments of like gold. Like oh yeah, that's why this movie's uh, yeah. Like the, there's a lot of 100. great details. Goldblum and Cartwright are hilarious yeah. in it. Um, yeah, it, it almost has like shades of even the X Files, like mm-hmm. where where you know mm-hmm. with with all the the conspiracy stuff and the 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 final moment of the movie is just soul crushing awesome, right? and awesome and uh, and. You'll never get that image out of your head. Yeah. 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 Neither of you have this on your list, so yeah. last time we'll be speaking up. Uh, I can't believe you think there's 59 films better than that. Um, okay, my now, number... Now, also to be fair, I, I, this, is, this was my first watch of, yeah. This, of yeah, this movie. Yeah, it's one that has grown with me over time, and I, mm. spoiler, I will be talking about it, but um, not for quite... Forget some, this not, not, not tonight's yeah. episode. Um my number 60 from 1972, The Night Stalker. Oh, nice. This oh, yeah. is the uh, TV film, uh, Dan Curtis production, directed by John Lewin Moxie, who uh, actually did a, n- a couple other classic. He did Home for the Holidays, which is another amazing TV film that could have possibly made my list. It's like a young Sally Field, and uh, it's like a, someone murdering. Uh, and an old Sally Field, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got both. Anyway, anyways, it's it's kind of like a, a, a proto slasher or whatever. Uh, and then he did City of the Dead, which is another great film. Uh, and it's rich. This, uh, but anyways, we're talking about Night Stalker, written by Richard Matheson. Uh, but anyways, the, the reason you're watching this is Darren McGavin as Carl Kochak. If you haven't seen, he did two films in a series that lasted, uh, I think, like 20 episodes mm-hmm. or something like that, roughly 13, maybe even. Uh, Kyle doesn't know. He, well, we're not talking <laughs> about the TV series. Uh, he is. 
fucking fantastic. Yeah, he's awesome. He's, he's charming so good. as like, anything. Right? To be honest, like the, the the film as a whole is great. I mean, there's yeah. some cool atmosphere. It's like a, a vampire in it's modern in times in Vegas, and all the stuff in that in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the stuff. Vampire's yeah, layer is great. So. Like, but the direction, everything, it is kind of basic. But th- there's something about that '70s TV flo- f- uh, feel that is just like comfort food to me. I, I, like, I love it. I don't need fancy direction. Um, and speaking it's like of, a warm pair of Uggs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of inspiration for the X Files, I mean, this is the X Files. Yeah, you have he's X-Files. he's a reporter that believes all these crazy mythology yeah. crackpot creatures and stuff, and everyone else thinks he's crazy. Just like the X Files, just like Mulder, um, but yeah, it's just he's so fucking good in it, man. He's so yeah. like the way he kind of outwits and outsmarts like everyone is uh, is is just fantastic. And he he's kind of like cocky but really charming the mm-hmm. way he does it. Um, I could have chose the Night Strangler, the uh, sequel, which is also great. Um, I actually kind of like maybe the mythology of the villain in that movie better. Ooh. But I, I think that one is like two hours long or something. Like it feels more stretched out. This is like 74 minutes and it just feels mm. like tight, it's, eh? it's tight. There's no extra, there's no fat in there. Mm. So tight. Um, either way, you could have chose anyone, but I'm going to go with the Night Stalker for my number 60. Yeah, this awesome. was uh, this was definitely on my uh, honorable mention. Well, I think yeah. this movie is in our Maniac. Uh, I think we all gave it at least an, an eight. eight. Yeah, that makes sense. On Shocktober, so... Maniac, maniac, maniac. What are we calling that? The maniac? A maniac pick. Hall maniac of Fame pick? or <laughs> Hall of uh, Rushmore? I think we're just giving it the maniac. A maniac yeah. instead of like an Emmy? It's called a maniac <laughs> we'll, we'll figure something out. We'll put up the list somewhere, and anytime a movie gets uh, at least an eight or more from all we, three of us. What do we call it a filmy? <laughs> like, like a maniac filmy. <laughs> I'll probably put it in on like our highlight stories. Yeah, a ah, filmy. Nice. A filmy? <laughs> All right, so for my number 59, let me take you to the small, uh, sleepy town of Gatling, Nebraska, from 1984, Children of the Corn. Oh. I love how this movie has such great mythos. I love the... uh, Corn. Corn. I I like a hard-pour corn. I don't know if this is something (laughs) you guys would be interested in. But anyways, there is such a cool idea of these children just rising up and taking out this whole branch of these uh, zealots of, like, their Christian cats who like, all right, the only reason the corn's not growing is because it's not praying enough. And the children are like, wait a second. Another guy comes in and like, he who walks behind the rose is like, all right, well, we can kind of take care of these parents. And it starts off with this crazy revolution of these kids taking out all these adults, which is fucking insane. And the fact that these, um, oh wait, what do we got here? I just got Isaac here is amazing, which I thought was kind of cool. You know who played Isaac? He's not like a <laughs> no, he's, a, he's a, the ginger kid. Yeah, how many ginger that's, actors that's, that's are there? That's Malachi. <laughs> oh, okay. he looks like he is uh, twelve, but he's actually like thirty in this movie. Oh, you know that yeah. guy. Anyways, fantastic job. And I want to say the charm of this well, it's movie got Linda Hamilton is too. Linda Hamilton. <laughs> she is so goddamn charming in this movie. Like it could have been just some other boring, like a uh, run of the mill actress running in through corn and getting shit done, but she plays it very well and yeah, she's cute as hell. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what I got. My notes are just so with scribbled. A, with a button. Yeah. That was <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do I got here? Yeah, anyways, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's worse You yeah. with notes or without yeah. <laughs> I, I have such ter- terrible handwriting And I was going through these so quickly But I don't know Do a phone notes man That's what yeah. I used to do before I-, I have such a hard time with my phone I'm like a dinosaur guys I don't know if you know this about me Adam yeah. Um, uh, my number 59 <laughs> From 1992 Peter Jackson's Brain Dead Which Oh awesome uh, Made uh, 
your name Mine. is Carl, right? Yeah. Carl's list. Carl Kochaks. Um <laughs> yeah, it's it's a splatter movie that understands that on a cartoon level. It's not just mm-hmm. doing it just to be gory. It's basically making uh you know, like a Keystone Cops movie from the uh, silent movie from the nineteen twenties yeah. or whatever. It's hilarious. It's awesome. Um, and I like the first two chapters where Lionel is also just like attempting to pretend the zombie apocalypse isn't happening. Um, and that and, weird and, custard scene, right? Yeah, <laughs> like at the table, and like even like that uh, priest who's like kicking ass for the Lord, like. The fuck am I watching? Yeah, there, there's just so many off kind of yeah. characters and dynamics, mm-hmm. um, and you know, he, I think this is Peter Jackson's like third film, but mm-hmm. he's like at his most insane. Like he never goes to this level ever again. He gets more yeah. and more prestige mm-hmm. as time goes on. And do you think he's got it in him to just go back? That right? would be I'd amazing. To see like yeah, what Ra- how Raimi did and have Peter Jackson come back. I mean, the guy's got so much money; he can do anything. Yeah. It's weird that he's not doing anything. Do you think you would just go do it like do a CGI thing? Or you think you'd actually go back to like a splatter fest? I bet he would do C. I, that's the that's the yeah. thing. I don't know if he would. He's been so like, and and here's a guy that made CGI work. Yeah, but he he's kind of lost his way. Yeah, because his last one was like King Kong, wasn't it? No, like it's the Hobbit trilogy. Ooh, yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, and yeah, he uh, he started to abuse CGI. Yeah. Even Lord of the Rings, when you go back and watch him, there's some unnecessarily like, like the the elf dude. What was his name? Riding down like the shield, like a surfboard, yeah. all in CGI. Like there's some stuff that when you rewatch now, it's really bad. Like it's like stuff that they could have did without CGI. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was a schedule thing, but anyways, uh, my fifty nine. Uh, I, did, I don't know if Matty ever had this on his list from 1985, Fright Night. No, I I had this on my list. Oh, you did? You did? Weird. Yeah, in the 80s. I think it was my 85th or 86th pick. Okay, well, yeah, this is directed and written by Todd, Tom Holland. Stars Chris Sarandon, Roddy McDowell, um, Steve Jeffries, who's great as Evil Mm -hmm. Ed, even if he's kind of a little bit annoying. Um, It's it's pretty much Rear Window. I think we've we've basically already talked about then Rear Window. uh, But if Jimmy, instead of having Jimmy Stewart as a coward and sending his girlfriend in to investigate it's him getting uh, a horror host and gonna go slay the vampires himself uh, i think we said disturbia that's the one yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the ending is clearly uh, the better pick <laughs> yeah <laughs> the finale is great lots of great practical effects in there you get face melts uh some vampires uh sorry va- vampire bat mm. creatures flying around of course the uh the famous the female vampire with like the huge how great is that vampire smile looking? Um, yeah, it's just a fun movie. The reason it's not higher for me, I do, I do struggle. Like the leads are okay. That the lead guy, I can't remember his name. He's okay. But uh, Amanda Burse, who I just cannot not see Marcy from Married with Children. And and she's supposed to be this love interest that everyone's after. And I just, I can't do it. She even has the same haircut, man, (laughs) that curly eighties haircut. So, um, yeah, it, it's still great though, and it, this is one mm. I, I wanted to revisit. I didn't get a chance, so I remember last time I watched it, I, I loved it. But when I was putting this together, I it, it probably is a little lower because I didn't get the revisit. But I, um, it went like it went up because I'd I'd seen it as a you know a VHS kid, as a, a VHS kid. But uh, when I watched it last October, maybe or the yeah. October before you, that, you loved one, it, and I couldn't believe how well it yeah. held up. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of like it's got that eighties um, vampire thing too that you saw with there's like a handful of flicks where they. They took the mythology, brought into modern times, and did all these kind of interesting, you know, spins spins on the material, which right. I enjoy. So, 
Um, yeah, it's, and of course, Roddy McDowell was so good as... Uh, so good. Uh, what, Peter Vincent, is it, I think? I think so. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, 59 Fright Night. My 58 is another anthology from uh, the 90s, actually 1990 to be precise, uh, Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. Wow. How great is the wraparound in this where it's pretty much a kid in the suburban area who's about to be eaten by a Deborah Harry? Deborah Harry from Blondie. Blondie. Yeah. yeah. As like the uh, witch. And he's like trying to tell her story. Isn't the kid from something too? Uh, he's a Lawrence kid. Uh, Maddie Lawrence. Oh, okay. Troy Lawrence's brother, I think. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, the Lawrence that we're still watching all of his <laughs> <Yeah>. Christmas specials <laughs> probably yeah, every, right. every year. So the wraparound is amazing. There was another uh, story about uh, Lot 49, which I think is like a Do- Doyle story. The guy who did uh, Sherlock, which about this... Uh, kid who gets cheated out of like a scholarship so he resurrects a mummy to uh, take care of these kids and it always backfires on him. The mummy looks fantastic. It has a uh, Christian Slater as um, the brother. Is Steve Buscemi in this one? Steve Buscemi is the nerd who got cheated out of the scholarship. And brings right. to life yeah. the mummy. Yeah, the, the mummy looks great. Yeah, it's that. awesome, right? I guess the Bubba Hotep is what it is. And uh, with the cat from hell, which is pretty much an awesome thing. Without Who's that guy from uh, Scrooge? Buster Maximilian? Or uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The New York Dolls? From the New York Dolls, yeah. He plays an assassin who gets paid handsomely to go kill a cat. And he's like, the fuck is this, a cat? And it just kind of, uh, it tells a story how the cat kind of appeared and is knocking off people and it's a cool story great atmosphere in this old abandoned house great finale on yeah, that one too I really love yeah. it but the charm of this is Lover's Vow yeah that's about I don't want to give it away but like a gargoyle comes in and uh, changes the life of an artist and his life gets turned upside down from like a terrible drunken mess to like has a great life and there's a cool twist at the end that I don't want to give away but it's so fucking great man yeah that, that's one of my yeah. favorite segments yeah, so that's my uh, 58. Maybe I'll have to go back to that one. Mm-hmm. Do you remember it at all? Did you, did uh, yeah. you see it? Yeah, Do you remember it. the twist like at the uh, yeah. end? Yeah, Yeah. I can't, I can't, can't, I think this is pretty low on my anthology oh, yeah. uh, list, so oh. I don't know if it would make my number 58 anthology. Oh, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> no, it, it would make that, but that's because I've only watched it like, would make 37. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my number 58 is from 2017 Darren uh, Aronofsky's Mother. Mother. With an exclamation uh, point. Not to be confused with the movie we were just talking about, like the <laughs> Albert Brooks one. <laughs> yeah. Yes, not the, we before we were starting, yeah. we were talking about Albert Brooks mu- movies. I like Mother. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I Mother from t- 2017 is basically, have you guys seen this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nah. It's fucking insanity, right? It's insanity. It's, it's anxiety it's, it's, on yeah. screen. And it's just like, Relentless and how it keeps it upping does not the level. Stop, and you get uh, you don't even get like the uh, the the breathing plot. There is no plot. It's just fucking insanity. It's like, just a, like it's supposed to be a breakdown yeah. of a relationship, and then yeah. that's you, the interpretations of what it actually means mm-hmm. could mean a bajillion a things. things. The set is incredible. The circular mm-hmm. kind of house that you just keep it keeps get, spiraling. You keep getting lost more and more, yeah. but it's the same house. Yeah, the whole time they don't change the house. They change how the house looks, yeah. and that that gets you more and more confused. Jennifer Lawrence is incredible. She's in this movie. so good in this. Um, and you know what? Michelle Pfeiffer does a bang up job. Right? Oh like, yeah, and, and like Harris is Ed Harris is Javier Bardem is is great. They're all great in this. I think it's very underrated of mm-hmm. a movie. I know it got a lot of uh, backlash for potentially what yeah, she it seems went to have really have a, a mixed 
opinion on that one. I, I thought like there's people that really love it, and there's people that I could hate see that being it. very polarizing. I, I know a couple people uh, when it, before I'd seen it, they hated it, and mm. I kind of was like, oh, do I want to watch this? But it, yeah. we were doing our our best of the year list, and I thought, mm. Saranovsky, I'm going to watch yeah. the movie, and it's. You, it's you know what you're getting into at this point, right? Like maybe the people who are like going to see mother, like, oh, it's going to be like a crazy haunted house movie. I'm going to have a <laughs> nice little plot to follow. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, that's yeah. my number fifty-seven. Awesome. Uh, you know, um, you know, if, if you're ready for an anxiety attack, <laughs> put on Mother tonight. Cool. Uh, my number fifty-eight is an anthology as well. <gasps> Tales from uh, the Dark Side. <laughs> no, from 1974, oh. from Beyond the Grave. This is the. An amicus anthology. This is actually the mm-hmm. final amicus anthology. That's oh, the last one uh, that they put out, which is a shame because I, I think it's one of their best. Uh, I think this is one of the few anthologies where every segment. Well, th- there's one that's a little bit weaker, but I know you guys like that one. Um, but I think almost every segment really works. You have Gate Crasher with David Warren, uh, where he gets he buys this antique mirror, has a séance, and then um, awakens this. Um, uh, being, I guess, his mm-hmm. evil being yeah, inside I love the this mirror, one. Yeah. and he makes some kill murder people so the mirror can like eat, eat. kill eat. murder people too. They, he just goes in and he kill <laughs> murders. murders um. Yeah, it's so brutal. Um, you have the Elemento, which is one probably my favorite, where this guy's on this train and this psychic across from him is like, ah, you got does, it, does that hurt? You got something on your shoulder there, and she's telling him how there's this little invisible creature on his shoulder. And he's like, okay, you're you're on yeah. crack, lady. Uh, but then he goes home and all this stuff starts happening. Like he goes and his wife is like, oh, why'd you do that? And he's like, what are you talking about? And all this stuff is like horrible mm-hmm. stuff has happened that this elemental, I guess, is doing it. And then he has to like call her in. You get this crazy um, uh, exorcism scene and there's fucking flying. everything going flying everywhere. It's just it's a lot of fun. It's like a perfect example of what you can do with great storytelling and acting on like a, a minimal budget. Yeah. Like there's there's nothing to it. You never fucking see, see this the elemental. elemental, but you believe, like, you in your mind, you're thinking, like, oh, what does this thing look like? Yeah. Uh, and then it has the door, which is also amazing, where, again, this guy gets this door uh, from the antique shop, and it opens up uh, a, pretty much a door to another world, yeah. and inside is, like, this uh, this evil entity that, again, is trying to trap people and, and steal their soul. And it looks great. It's, like, this all-blue room, and it's, like, creepy, and mm. I don't know. Uh, the only one that I don't love, but I know I think you guys really liked, is the one "An Act of Kindness" with Donald Pleasance and his daughter in real life. Yeah, I like this one. And I think like what was he, the pawn shop? It's it's just, well, it's just, this uh, husband. He hates his life at home. Mm-hmm. His wife is like a completely terrible, mm-hmm. uh, miserable person. And uh, he meets this other this uh, Donald Pleasance's daughter in real life, and uh, they start you know whatever dating, and um, and then there's like a little twist there. But it, it's still okay. Yeah. But I, and I even mentioned the great thing about this anthology is the wraparound, which is Peter Cushing runs this antique store, which is where all yeah. these mm-hmm. antiques came from. And what he does is he kind of like if you cheat him then you're gonna pay yeah <laughs> and he kind of like sets up like he'll leave like money out and see he'll and if you, you up, yeah he, he kind of sets you up and if you yeah if you if you take the bait you're gonna pay with your life and if you don't then you may have a chance of surviving so yeah it, it, it's so much fun and again like no one did anthologies like amicus yeah um yeah my 58 is from beyond the grave my 57 is from 88 waxworks we talked about this last week, I think. Or the week at before. The week before. Anyways, what a crazy, zany, fun, stylish movie that has all your favorite characters, vampires, werewolves, like a Night of the Living Dead, uh, Marquis de Sa, like a uh, Haitian voodoo. It's 
insanity on well the last like twenty minutes is insane. But what do I got here? Everything else not insane yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking yeah, yeah. back, kind of just like any other movie. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> it, it's got people. They have dialogue. <laughs> and, okay, not the greatest dialogue. I'll <laughs> give you that, but it doesn't matter. It's just a ton of fun. No, it's there, fun there's it's a lot a, of cool stuff. It's yeah. like it's an, a house of wax. anthology, but like uh, done in the, such a slick way. I thought. and using like yeah, the, the mm-hmm. house of wax as a wraparound, which and is a great idea. All the uh, monsters look so cool. I thought yeah. like the werewolf looks amazing. Like the uh, even the what's that from a uh, little shop of horrors? The uh, fly trap yeah. plant looked really cool. Trap, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Cool. That's uh, your number 57. And my number 57 is from 1932, Todd Browning's Freaks. Oh, Um, one of us. One of us. Uh, You know, this is is something that it's surprisingly empathetic for a film that is also built. uh, (laughs) uh, Exploiting these, these people that... Um, you know, you've you've got yeah. all the classic circus, yeah, uh, you freaks, know, quote unquote freaks, but there is, there is a hard on it. In, in the movie, it is definitely like getting you to empathize. Mm-hmm. So when the horror is turned on, it's almost like that much more um, terrifying or something because you you've started believing in, in these people that you know nothing's mm-hmm. going to really go wrong. It's just like these almost romance stories. Yeah. Um, but it's it's almost like there is a dark side. There's revulsion as the outsiders uh, they take their revenge. Mm-hmm. But you're yeah you're rooting for the. Um, is it okay to call them freaks? Because <laughs> yeah yeah you feel yeah. bad. Like, you're 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 rooting yeah. for them. I think like yeah almost almost from the beginning. So yeah, when terrible yeah. things happen, you're kind of like man, I deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it, it's like like. Th- th- that fantastic shock ending yeah. Yeah. hits you uh, pretty hard. Um, yeah, I, I, it's 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 almost when I watch this, it feels way ahead of its time, and probably why it had so much problem. Yeah. Uh, getting distribution, but and, and and so many different cuts. But uh, yeah, nine, number fifty-seven, Freaks from nineteen thirty-two. Cool, awesome. Uh, my fifty-seven, I think Maddie talked about previously, Hell Night from nineteen eighty-one. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Uh, so this is the Linda Blair slasher classic, yeah, maybe question mark. Classic. I don't know. Uh, it's it's not set on Halloween, but it might as well be. Um, pretty much, you have as part of their initiation, a group of teens have to spend their night in a supposedly haunted house. What they don't know is the frat boys have secretly uh, set up all these pranks, um, and, pranks uh, and and things throughout the house to kind of frighten them. But what they don't know is that these deformed creatures have come back and you know, are going to knock them off one by one. Um, it's just it's just a lot of fun. You get some great costumes mm-hmm. in there. The characters are great. Like, you got the stoner surfer guy in the Robin Hood outfit. Um, the, the, you got the party the, girl. The female, yeah, the party girl that likes to drink who's uh, with him. And then you got Linda Blair, who is growing up, I'll just say. <laughs> Um, and then you got the dude that I think did a bunch of soap operas and stuff. Yeah. And I think he's one of the Friday the 13th films. I don't remember his name. But it, again, this is another one that I hear some people say, oh, it's too slow, slow paced. It's boring. Uh, I don't know. I, I love it. And I think it just has yeah. such a cool gothic atmosphere. And like you're going through like hidden passageways and traps yeah. and like sewers underneath the castle. And it's just, and it's got a cool like legend the, mythology. The scene? <laughs> well, that too. But I was just saying that the whole, the mythology behind like mm-hmm. the story of what these, things are in the house I, th- I thought is really cool so yeah it's one that uh, I'd love to watch this, every Halloween this is one I, I hadn't I didn't get to I, I tried Ooh. to get through a bunch of these 
slashers that you guys had recommended over the years. And I, I yeah. did about half, uh, I would say. Uh, you got half of this movie? Did you... No, I didn't. I didn't see oh, any of this you didn't movie. Even, like, start I got it. half of the re- recommended I, uh, yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. know if it like compared to the the slashers that you have liked and didn't care too much about. This might be going more towards those, but I would still maybe give it a chance in October because it does have that kind of Halloween feel with the mm-hmm. old mansion and the, the costumes and whatnot. Um, you might at least appreciate, yeah, the setting and stuff. I don't know. You might appreciate Linda Blair too. Yeah. Blah, blah, boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 56 from uh, 68 is Rosemary's Baby. What's cool about this? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you say 56 to 58? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't my know. 56 number oh, from uh, 1968 okay. <laughs> is Rosemary's Baby. I'm sorry, I just made a, w- a really weird face. Yeah. I think that uh, I just kind of went... W- it was a combination of w- uh, what was that sentence and also really this, this low for Rosemary's Baby? Yeah, it's... I don't know. Yeah. I like this movie a lot. Again, it's 56 on my list. I love the actual story of the uh, Bramford house itself, like how the guy's telling all these stories of uh, all the shit that's going down throughout the house when yeah. he's a young. Do I need to explain the plot of Most Mary's Baby? I don't know. No, probably I not. I think, not. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I love the plot. <laughs> what? I was gonna, not if it's off your notes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, actor and his wife date rape somebody, <laughs> and uh, Satan's child is born, or is it? <laughs> you know what I love yeah. about this movie, like, and well, what I love about most mm-hmm. Plansky movies is just the quiet moments. Like he's so good at like yeah. setting the camera back. Whereas most people would have the camera there. He's got it behind this wall, mm-hmm. and you're kind of watching, like, from. But the, one of my favorite scenes is the Scrabble scene. I was just about to bring that yeah. up the anagram. Like, yeah. the guy's name is an anagram. Mm-hmm. And I love how it's. It's relaxing, Every man. actor <laughs> is so good in this movie. Like, these slight yeah. hints from the. Uh, Cassavetes, I Cassavetes guess. is fantastic. He didn't want to be in the movie, but. It's insane how well he plays it as, like, a guy who's, like, down his luck, who kind of, like, you know, sums up, but his facial tics give him away. Before the actual plot gives him away, yeah, which I thought was yeah, really and very cool. subtle, very very subtle. Mm. You know how there's like compilation DVDs and stuff where it's like yeah. all the best action scenes or kills or trailers or yeah. something. Someone should do one, and you know how ASMR is so popular right now, yeah. and they take like all the relaxing <laughs> scenes from movies, like the scowl scene. Just come do like an hour, and I just want to like lay back and just, just watch be it, relaxed. I don't even need to get stoned, but stoned even <laughs> yeah, might even improve even it. Better, you know? maybe. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I got from my fifty six. Cool. Well, my 56, which I kind of thought you guys were going to shit on me, and then Maddie had it on his list. I'll I just shit did, on you. I, I, I just didn't think... I, I was so surprised because I thought, they're not going to consider this a horror movie for whatever reason. Ghostbusters? Yeah, 1984, Ghostbusters, Ivan Raymond's nice. Ghostbuster. It's a horror movie. It's a hard one to put on the list, but like, Man, that's it's low. so good. If you weren't going to include this, that's yeah. low. Like, for me... Holy shit, that's like, uh, wow. It's a great, is it, is this on your list? Okay, it's on his list. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, like, I think it was one of those things where if this was my all-time comedy list, it's... It would be like number one or two, like but, top five. Yeah, I, I guess it depends. For me, like yeah. the way I looked at it, I'm either including it as horror, I'm not. And if I'm including it as horror, then I'm putting it 
how good of a movie it is because yeah. like I think you're, when you start going you're down talk, that, you're talking yeah. like me now this is how no, I, but I, I just yeah I, well I, yeah, yeah I didn't do that last time but I think that's how you have to do it because I think it's kind of weird because then you're putting a great film that's like way lower and the people that don't know why you put it so low they're gonna be like what like 56 of all like that's still pretty yeah, pretty, yeah like that, I, some I'm, of the movies I have behind I guess I'm, I'm gonna yeah I'm really curious now I thought yeah like you're 20 and 40 if it's all like midsummer and shit, I'm gonna have a heart attack. Literally <laughs> live on the air, man. Um, if these these yeah, like so I think some of them. This is one that where 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 maybe that that ended up influencing yeah. it a little bit. Most of them, I would say, I, I'm I'm definitely in line with with Kyle here. But this one's weird, right? Like, because it is such a fantastic comedy. But is it? I think it's definitely a, a horror, horror film. movie. I yeah, think it is so. a horror movie. Like, yeah. there's an apoc- apocalyptic dread. Yeah. That uh, also like is surrounding the whole movie mm-hmm. after a certain point. And there, there's some kind of scary moments. Oh, like yeah. the right. stuff of Scorn li- Weaver. Yeah, the library scene. The, move, the whole movie yeah. has like a dark look. Yeah. The, the score. Yeah, yeah. It's a movie the that... The effects like, they don't skip yeah. out on, the, uh, on yeah. all of that. Again, I, I stand by this is why the newer one, it did not fail because it was women. It failed because the director didn't understand why people love Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's not... A straight comedy. It's like a horror comedy blend. And yeah. It's like, it's a dark, like a lot of it takes place at night. Mm-hmm. Reitman and, and Ackroyd, I think, are real fans yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of that. I, I'm not sure about, I'm, I'm not counting Ramus here because I fe- feel like Ramus punched up the script. Like, if you're laughing, I'd probably bet probably more Ramis. money that it's Ramus that yeah. did that or Marie is improvising. Yeah. Um, but like, look at the, 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 Actors that are at the top of their game: mm-hmm. Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Sigourney Weaver, Harold Ramis, Rick Moranis. They're yeah. all at the height of their powers. Yeah, yeah. I would say as I, comedians too. That might, yeah, yeah. I'd have to think about, it, but that might be, in my opinion, the funniest Bill Murray. Like fuck, he's getting a lot of stuff, but the, the, yeah. there's so many great quotable lines in that movie, and I think like he's a lot, he does like so many subtle kind of things. Mm-hmm. Like he just kind of jumps in at the end with like a great. Line like yeah, I don't. Nec- I I don't necessarily disagree. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what I would find funnier. Yeah, I I would probably say it's funnier than Groundhog Day, Scrooge. Like I love those movies, but anyway, yeah, like I like Groundhog Day more than I would like Ghostbusters. Like no, there's no. We'll have to do a Bill Murray a month of Bill Murray sometime. <laughs> I, yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't have to twist. twist I my think arm. we're all pretty big fans. Yeah. So yeah, yeah like for whatever reason. Maybe partially because you guys didn't have this. I don't think well, the last time you did your list. No, there's yeah. a there's a lot of emissions. But again, yeah, I, I set different rules this time, and I struggle. Like I, for that up to like the last week or two, I kind of struggled what I was going to include or yeah. not. I started going through clips and reading and just thinking about it. And it's like no, th- I think I've. This is what I'm including and why. Like I, I have reason behind everything. I think so. Yeah, cool. Uh, my fifty six. From 1983, Sleep Away Camp. Awesome. Um, probably mostly, you know, did you, did one of you guys have this already? Have we talked about this before? I had part two on. Oh, part two, okay. <laughs> so th- this is uh, a <laughs> completely different movie. Like, you, have you seen them all? No, I, no? I haven't okay. seen two. Uh, part two's good. It's fun, yeah. too. I, I wanted to revisit. I didn't get to that it, one. It shifts tones. Um, like Yeah, part two's more of like a straight parody, whereas yeah. this one kind of still has. But th- this movie is probably mostly known for its shock finale. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it just works because it's like even if you took out the slash elements, again, it's one of those ones that works You're as a quality fun at camp, fun camp movie. It's one of my favorite 
slash movies yeah. and camp movies probably yeah. like the kills the kills are are decent though for oh, what yeah. are there that guy getting a pot of boiled water spilled on yeah. him like, yeah well the, the b1 but really you're watching it because yeah. the quirky characters and die like mm-hmm. right right from the beginning you got that aunt what, where, who what, has one what? of the most insane weird strange performances the line readings are in bonkers yeah, and nobody else is reading there are lines like this in the but movie. But I don't no, think it's, it's a bad performance. Like, I think that's what she was going for, and I think it totally works. Like, it sets a tone right away. You're kind of like, oh. Something's up here. Something, yeah, this is a weird... And then, and then like, you cut yeah. to right after that, the kids arriving to school, and you got the pedophile chef yeah. who was talking... Call like, him oh, Call him baldies. <laughs> and talking the fresh meat. And then the other guys are just laughing about it mm-hmm. as he's doing these pedophile jokes. And you're like, what the fuck am I getting into? And then like the the head ca- camp guy, the guy that runs the camp, Mal, it's so curmudgeon. It's like, well, and he's like hitting on one of the ca- yeah. ca- camp counselors. There's so much weird stuff. The bitchy, uh, the bitchy uh, teen girl in that is mm-hmm. is so great. Like she's so you just hate her so much, yeah. but she's great. Like she's got a, a lot of great lines. I like. Uh, she's a real carpenter's dream. Flat as a board, <laughs> needs a screw. <laughs> It's just got a lot of eat shit and die, Ricky. Eat shit and no, eat shit and live. Bill. Yeah, like it's got so many idea. great quotable lines. Um, it's just a weird, strange slasher. I think again, like it may not be for my favorite slasher because I think again, like the kills aren't the best. I don't know if it has that atmosphere that I like in a lot of my other slasher films either. It's it's almost like I enjoy it more as a really good camp counselor. <laughs> Movie, camp movie with like just weird fucking characters mm-hmm. though and but again the kills are still decent so anyways uh yeah sleepaway camp from 1983 is my number 56 awesome my uh, 55 from 1990 is pledge night i love this movie and i don't know if it's like a nostalgia bonus for me but it's such a interesting movie about these uh kids getting um hazed the fraternity and it goes wrong a couple years back and uh on the 10th anniversary the monster comes back and just hunts down these frat boys and kills them all in interesting ways with a sword. The monster looks cool. It's the guy from uh, Anthrax is playing the monster. Oh, really? I don't get the cast name. It shouldn't be my favorite movie, but I fucking love it. <laughs> no, I, I even watched Maddie's it number one. Yeah, no, I even watched it a couple years back. Maybe I'm just remembering it like no, more. I, in my I, I rewatched it for but the first it, time. Like, yeah, wow, this is actually a it's ton fun. of fun. Yeah. Like, there's a scene where a guy is sitting down to like take a poop, and they actually like gets his dick ripped off and like it is insanely homoerotically tinged as well like they're playing games like picking up like uh cherries with their butt cheeks and yeah. that kind of shit and huh. yeah yeah i definitely get aroused watching <laughs> yeah, it. yeah right i <laughs> know uh, I, I watched it for the first time i think a year or two ago vinegar syndrome put out a great movie yeah. and yeah I, I agree it's super super fun I, and, and i could see if it's if you grew up with it why it would be on your it didn't hit dvd like i think it only came yeah. out on blu-ray which is weird He's kind of like a Freddy-esque in, in a way. Yeah, he, like it's he super looks natural great, right? And, yeah. Anyways. Cool. Awesome. Well, uh, my number 55, or we at 55? Yeah. Wow. We're, we're, racing. we're Already, racing eh? through this tonight, guys. Got to start drinking more and start rambling. Yeah, come on. Uh, from 1999, Audition. Oh, shit, yeah. So this movie is just crazy. <laughs> and it starts off... Normal. That's, that's yeah. okay. That's what Normals, works. Yeah, yeah. It, like fairly normal. Yeah. The pr- but the premise is, it's lo- loathsome, right? Yeah. Like 
uh, a widower of seven years. He's living with his teenage son. He's encouraged by the yeah. son and then his best friend to venture back in the dating pool. But even when they're talking about dating, when the, the friends are hanging out at the mm-hmm. bar, there's just something like, he seems like this nice guy, but the way he's describing the women, it's just like, ooh, ooh yeah, I don't know. Like. Yeah, yeah. You get a single white female vibe off of this, right? Like, there is something loathsome about So the this. friends suggest that they do an audition pretending to be one of his television specials or movies mm. that he's making. Um, and it slowly devolves into this almost, like, Lynchian nightmare to mm-hmm. come. Like, you get little pieces. This woman, his dream woman appears. She's yeah. a ballet dancer that can't be in ballet anymore. She seems, like, completely devoted to him. Um and he becomes obsessed. And then we start getting peeks into her world where she's just sitting by the phone for like a Waiting day for it to ring. with some weird bag in the background. And then when the bag moves, it was like, Whoa, oh, oh yeah, what the fuck is going on? And then it builds up and it starts becoming more kind of hallucinogenic mm-hmm. almost. Like you're not sure where it's going. And then it really starts messing with the chronology, oh, yeah. uh, chron- chronology uh, of the full third act mm-hmm. and then you get this awesome a- ending awesome a- ending that is one of the most like gruesome but also the, the like the main actress's kind of just like poise and elegance yeah. while she's doing all these terrible things it's almost like she's tucking a kid into bed she's tranquil yeah. she's like the soft spoken mm-hmm. person uh calmly i don't say w- but like she's like putting like yeah. <laughs> tink, tink, tink. Yeah. Uh, these, these, like, she's so calm while she's, per, uh, you know, these, these, these vile these, acts. These crazy acts of violence. Um, and her composure almost makes it, like, dreamlike, mm-hmm. uh, like a cr- clinical uh, surrealness uh, to these torturous in- endeavors. Um, and the horror almost comes from retroactively reconfiguring that gentle romance in what it actually is and all these different reasons. Yeah. I don't know. Like, this guy made, like, three movies that year, like, six the year before. Mika, like, how the fuck do you make something this brilliant while you're making a million other things? It's yeah. it's crazy. Have you seen any other stuff that he's done? Like, Gazoo or uh, I saw Itchy years yeah. ago, uh, which I, I want to... Revisit? Revisit now. Um, and I think I saw... Uh, maybe Thirteen Assassins a couple years ago. Uh, okay. Like he's made, he, yeah, I don't know, insane, so man. many movies. If you ever had a chance to watch Imprint, that was on the Masses of Horror. It's one of them things that will not leave you. It is a uh, scarring in your brain. Like it's. Have you, you remember Imprint at all or no? Uh, kind of. He yeah. he definitely like from everything I've read goes yeah. for shock value. Just yeah. in this case, he gets that, but there's so yeah. many layers behind it. Yeah. It, it. It's hit me so hard. Like. I'm either, this is where recency bias is either making me put this higher or I'm not putting it high enough because it it, it definitely like yeah. hit me like a ton of bricks. Cool. Is this on your list? <laughs> no, I, I, didn't, uh, I, didn't, I didn't love this movie. Um, uh-huh. I may, maybe I need to revisit it, I don't know. Uh, My 55 uh, from 1974, Captain Kronos, Vampire oh, awesome. Hunter. I'm kind of uh, embarrassed and saddened to say that this is the only Hammer film that made my list. Um, Curse of Frankenstein was really close. I, I really enjoy horror Frankenstein, but their little things held them back. I didn't get to all the sequels, so maybe you know when I get through those, 
all have regretted leaving one off. But uh, yeah, this is my favorite Hammer film. Uh, it's a, again an interesting take on the vampire mythology. This in this film, the vampires when they attack you, they literally actually drain the life out of your body awesome. to you're like an old shriveled up person. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You look like um, an apple person. <laughs> I also love too. Like, there's a scene where they have to kill a vampire. And they try like stabbing with a stake and it doesn't work. Oh, and then yeah. they try hanging it. So you 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 discover in this world there's all different types of vampires and each one has kind of its own way of I of love the it. mythology of this is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I there's a great there's great too the finale he has like the mirror on the sword so if they try to like you know put him in a hypnotism with their eyes it will he reflect can... back. He's just like such a badass yeah. character. He's got his little hunchback partner uh, Grost I think it is um. Grost Grost. Um, yeah, I like, I, I, I like that. Who's fun? And there's a great scene too where they go to a bar, and the guys were paid oh, like the three pretty much taunt them to as a fun, Yeah, and they're they are ripping on this guy, and Kronos is not going to have any of it. And it's kind of a touching scene too. After where like he is really upset that like these people see him as a see him monster. as that, and it's like yeah. he, he's like, no, you're my best friend, and blah blah, yeah. blah. and like. They were paid to 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 get to get a rise yeah. out of us, uh, and then you have Carolyn Monroe by their side, who he says at the beginning she's yeah. like, I guess held as if she's a witch, and she just joins them on a journey, and this is her in her prime. But yeah, it's just it's just a super fun kind of swashbuckling it, vampire. It feels like an Errol Flynn yeah, movie yeah. Uh, if it was if it was like with vampires. Mm-hmm. I will tell you the only thing I don't like about this. What's that? Captain Kronos. Oh, I like oh, I, him. Yeah, I thought he was charming. I thought he was cool. Yeah, I, 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 th- this movie, if you have a different actor playing the lead, might mm. make my hundred. Yeah. I, I, whenever he would speak, I would kind of just start like uh, retro, like, like just rolling charming. my eyes. Um, and, and like a lot of the things he says are just like, they're just despicable. But <laughs> yeah. uh, everybody else I like, like, the side characters, yeah. the people in the town, all, all all that kind of stuff, I really really love. But that's the one thing that held me back with this one. I'll probably revisit uh, because there, I love the mythology and mm-hmm. there, it does feel like it's doing something a little. What well, it, it has a cool atmosphere in it too, and some cool effects for the time. Uh, yeah, apparently this was supposed to be a series. I was of films, say it's a but, shame. Uh, it yeah, it a is sequel. a shame that it is. is but a sequel. it came out like near. I think it's like the last the two years of, of Hammer's run. So that was when you know people had moved on to. Yeah, yeah I think I, I don't. I think it, it 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 may have bombed. Yeah, but yeah. If they had done sequels, it would have been great. They would have recast the lead, and yeah. I would have liked the movie. <laughs> Maybe they could revamp this. If they you should will. revamp this. Well, they, they cut Van Helsing is pretty much the same thing with Hugh Jackman. Just it's mm-hmm. with awful CGI and shit, but that. Kind of the same basic deal, I guess. I get, uh, yeah. I guess it's kind of like that, but yeah. there's none of the charm yeah, or the, exactly. the old. But the you, old I don't think you flavor. would get. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, you would have to get a low budget. I don't know. I don't think they would ever work out these days. But yeah. let's um, talk to Hammer, guys. Yeah, yeah, Hammer, call it up. Well, they're doing a lot of shitty films. No, I meant MC Hammer. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> he's got money these days, right? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> and you can call us up like, nah, I got money, but you can't touch it. <laughs> uh, Fifty-four. From uh, 2011, Cabin in the Woods. I love how they took the tropes of a uh, horror movie and just kind of turned it on its ear, which I thought was kind so of So that's fun. funny. You had this just above Waxwork, and I think I might have... Did I have Waxwork just above this? Yeah, end? possibly. Yeah. yeah, they're kind of very similar movies. They the are same the same way, movie. yeah. Uh, but I, I... Yeah, this one, I think, does it a bit oh, better. Oh, no, I, I, did, like, I actually had Cabin in the Woods one spot above Waxwork. So, all right, yeah, because yeah. I think the uh, characters actually are... Can act in this, whereas Wax works, yeah, yeah, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's got a great cast. Mm-hmm. Like even like the uh, off 
off-site characters. I don't know what they call uh, the guys like Brad, Bradley Whitford. Yeah, and, yeah, and uh, uh, guys are Jenkins, amazing. right? Yeah, they uh, steal yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah, They're yeah. better than the, They're amazing. the people in the cabin, in my opinion. But yeah, and the ending is pretty much why you're watching this movie. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, that that one just missed. I think that was like 26 or 27 when we were doing our our top 25 mm-hmm. in the last decade and. I'm I'm probably gonna I I had it yeah. high and then I rewatched it and I kind of uh, expecting you like much. this is too fun. <laughs> I think it, Ooh, wa- it was bring on the boring. <laughs> it wasn't bring on the Japanese directors. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. Well, then we're gonna get to the movie I'm I'm saying next. Uh, yeah, there was uh, there was I didn't have as much fun because I saw it in theaters and I had a blast. So I just expected. I think the one thing that I disliked rewatching recently and not disliked but like the stoner guy he's fun. But he's he's kind of in a completely different movie. He's almost like an over the top stoner. I, I don't know. He, he, he was a he's little... the Jamie Kennedy of this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we don't need that. Didn't they realize that character is a bad one? <laughs> he should have been in Dude, Where's My Car? Or Dude, Where's My Cabin? He like, just felt like it really, and like all the other people have a reason why they're over the top mm-hmm. once they get into the cabin. But this guy is like he it starts from the that first way. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't. They you can't even use that. There's as nothing the heightened about him no. later. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, so my 54 from 2008, The Strangers. Oh, awesome. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you didn't expect that one, did you? No, I did. Wow. Um, I feel like this is one of the most tense movies that it I've ever experienced. Crazy tense. And, and I've watched it multiple times now and I always get that kind of like tense feeling throughout it. And you've got this... Great production design, and it looks awesome, and the leads are excellent. I can't say I'm saying that about fucking Scott Speedman. <laughs> That's weird, right? Uh, Is it Liv Taylor? Taylor? Liv Tyler, yeah. And, and I might go to say, like, she's never been better than in this well, what movie. Else? Well, I well, guess what, yeah, Lord of the Rings. Mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, Armageddon. Yeah. Uh, but you got skipping record player, mask on the table, mm-hmm. lipstick on the window, the sh- that shotgun moment, which yeah. is is Glenn. It's a, a Dennis from, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Plays the friend that oh, comes. Oh, yeah, here. Um, so, yeah, this is one. I, I re-watched it a couple years ago, and I, I kind of felt like I now I'd seen a bunch. I've yeah. been going on these, like, giant Shocktober hunts with you, mm. and it was still one of the best movies I saw that Shocktober. So, mm. yeah. it, it's, it's one of those films that I loved it the first time. I, I saw it in theaters and mm-hmm. scared the shit out of Becky. She's not a horror fan. And it's like it is a scary film. I, I find though, as I've revisited a couple of times Doesn't after, hold up. no, it still holds up a lot of things. But the characters do some of the dumbest decisions in any horror film ever. Like slasher films, you kind of let side because it's supposed to be stupid. Like this is kind of supposed to be like the serious, scary film, and, and supposed to work for you on that level. And like they do some really questionable, dumb decisions. They're that, also drunk. Yeah, but yeah. I, come on, I don't. Do know. they yeah. end up taking a shower in this? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just uh, <laughs> like there, there's stuff that's like oh, I'm trying to think of like what you're thinking. I haven't seen this before since. Yeah, you rewatch it again. Yeah. There, there's definitely a couple. Yeah, moments. I, never, yeah I will. Uh, I, I, I feel like there's always a little bit of thought process. But I think this, this is like one of the worst. Like I would argue it, it's one of the worst for. Yeah, I, I never got that. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's uh, clearly I didn't because it's my yeah. number fifty-four. Yeah. It, it, it is like yeah, there's some great stuff. The, 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 Have you seen Prey at Night? The shot that they uh, he didn't. Oh like that. yeah, I, I don't, I don't like that at bad? all. Did you watch it or no? I, li- I liked it. I haven't checked that. It kind of has like an it kind of has an '80s slasher take on the Strangers. Okay. Like it's like a sillier. 
version 80s of it. Eighties version. There's no tension. Yeah. Boo yeah. that movie. Well, I I kind of hate it because it also makes like these characters with the max. Yeah. It just starts to cheapen it. Uh, and, yeah, I, I could I could I agree with that. Uh, my number fifty four. Thought it would have been higher, but I had to put in this spot. It's still a fucking great movie from nineteen eighty eight. Elvira, Mistress <laughs> nice. of the Dark. I um, almost watched this fucking movie for you guys because I knew it was going to be on here. No way you're going to like it. Absolutely no way you're going <laughs> to um, like it. I don't know if if you enjoy good comedy, like it's it's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Like good comedy is subjective. <laughs> like is Phil Harmon's in this? No, no. It has um, so it has none of the Groundlings people. Who? I don't think so. Like Pee Wee and no. it has the um the secretary from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. She's oh been wow! I gotta yeah, watch yeah, this fucking exactly. movie then. Well, she did a bunch of eighties stuff. <laughs> like know. she was good. Um, She's just a comedy icon of the eighties. She was idiot. the original twenty million dollar <laughs> actress <laughs> before Julia Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this movie is fucking great. If you haven't seen it, um, Elvira's got to be one of the strongest females yeah really on film like for horror films like yes she walks around with her breasts hanging out but, but she, she pumps iron yeah well <laughs> she does actually in this she rocks a, a, <laughs> like a rocket launcher or something yeah. but no like she she constantly is getting like people trying to like hit on her and she kicks their ass and has none yeah. of it and she's kind of like she uses her sexuality for her when she what she wants she's the one yeah. that is like putting the moves on the guy not the other way around but like right from the opening when the the perverted old man takes over her show and tries mm-hmm. to put the moves on her she's always got these witty great comebacks throughout the yeah, whole movie and then you're watching and she this is for her like uh well, she's like she's got great yeah. comic timing like it's it's mm-hmm. weird she never did anything else i guess because she was always the elvira yeah, character yeah. but like yeah I, I think she's got great witty and even if you watch her during interviews she's like that in real life but yeah. like there's so many yes it's the movie's just full of great breast puns and yeah. stuff but it's it works it's actually all hilarious there's so many great gags in this movie it's a movie that, like, I think it's funnier than I thought most '80s comedies. It would be um, overwhelming to sit through an hour and a half of these tit-related jokes, but like by like an hour and a half, like actually that was kind of fun. I'm, well, I'm in. Well, the whole plot of the movie too is yeah. she inherits this. She needs money. She yeah. happens to like when she's broke, gets that. Oh, you just inherited money mm-hmm. from your late great aunt that she didn't know mm-hmm. she had. Whatever, and she moves to town, and it's like this. Totally like Puritan town. Yeah, exactly. Like they, you know. So when she comes in, it, it's just great to get the reactions from all the people. But then, like the kids and teens love her, and they look up to her. So there's just so many great moments, great montages mm. in there. Um, but it does have horror elements as well. Like you have the the creature that pops out of the monster thing. Like because yeah. it turns out, I don't know if I'm spoiling, but her aunt was like a witch, and yeah. her uncle. Oh, I can't watch. That. <laughs> <laughs> her uncle is this evil warlock, and he he wants some spell book. That she thinks the cookbook that came at the house, so he's trying to get it. And there's a great stuff at the end, and you know she's going to be burnt at, at, the, at stake the stake alive. Um, yeah, there's just it's a, it's a, it's got some great practical '80s effects, but really you're watching it just for like it's like joke after joke, and I, mm. I would say like 95 percent of them land. Yeah, I, I don't think there's too many where like ooh, where you watch some '80s comedies and you know it's just it, it sometimes it, there's stretches, cringy. you know. This movie, I think it's great, and I think like yeah, everything she that comes out of her mouth is amazing. You're like watching this, you're like, "Ah, Elvira, you did it again. Ah, I I laugh. Yeah, Yeah. I I think there's some great moments. I was watching even clips before I came. Were you guffawing? Like falling off your chair and shit. (laughs) Anyways, this is a great movie that I don't think enough people have given a shot to. And again, when I think of like Halloween horror, 
it's Elvira. Like that's what I, I didn't necessarily go, grow, grow up yeah. watching her show in Canada. But yeah. like I remember McDonald's, she was doing the ads. She yeah. was doing all the ads for like the beer commercials, pizza and stuff. Mm-hmm. You could get CDs of her like on Halloween at McDonald's or Pizza yeah. Pizza or whatever. Pizza Hut, one of those places, and the, or sorry, it probably would have been cassette tapes. Um, but yeah, like I, any anytime I think of Halloween in the eighties, I think of Elvira. All right, she was <laughs> marketing all that. This shit. October, uh, you, you watching it? it? You're I'll doing do it? it? Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm curious to know how much I'm, you hate I'm going, it. <laughs> like I, I am curious because she does come from like a pretty deep well of uh, like working with a bunch of like yeah. great comedians. So I'll I'll. I'll I'll keep an open mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number 53 from 1988. Killer clowns from oh, outer nice. space. Space, space, space. How awesome do these clowns look? The reason you're Amazing. watching this movie is for these clowns doing this crazy shit in this small, sleepy town. It's a comedy sci-fi movie about killer clowns from outer space. It's fucking amazing. The fact that they have like these... Um, popcorn guns that turn you into these cotton candy light bulbs that they're eating your bones. I don't even understand what the plot is, but the reason you're watching this <laughs> is because... Man, this plot's yeah. too motherfucking complicated. <laughs> I, have, I have a great just quote. Just kill the clowns. I don't know what they're trying to do. I have a great quote that we'll talk about later from an Ebert about one of these movies, and it's fucking amazing. Anyways, yeah. Ebert, Ebert like, those guys just yeah. complained about every single horror film. I oh, love yeah. watching the reviews for Slash films. Oh, they hate them. They got, like, mad, and they would spoil, like, mm-hmm. the, the, the shocking reveals at the end, or they would, like, give out actresses... Home addresses. Oh, they've got to, to like, like oh, what's her face? Betsy, that yeah. Becky Palmer. But they, yeah, yeah. What, what's the other? There's some other movie they gave away the ending. Like they were fucking dicks when dicks. it came to slasher films. Even the even watching, I was watching a review of them doing uh, Alien, and they were like, they were they said it was a great movie, but they said they almost can't recommend it because it's too disturbing and, and bloody or something, uh, or maybe it was Aliens pussies. or some bullshit. Th- those guys were. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was a different time, but it's funny yeah. watching like their reviews in the '80s. And like how upset they are by like silly slasher films and stuff, and how angry they get, and how appalled they are. Um, I, I, I like watching those guys, listen to them talk. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they were fucking. They had their heads up their asses. Little, little, little Puritan, sure. little yeah. pansies, pussolios. Uh, well, now to uh, hey, really can, rile can Kyle up. Clowns? Okay, wait. Was this the first Evil Clowns, Killer Clowns from Outer Space that like mm, came out in like sci-fi? Thanks. So. Because it was pre Pennywise. Uncle Bobby. Uncle Bobby. You know the kid show From that Uncle was, Buck? was on, uh, you know, when we were growing up, or oh. was growing, if we grew up in the 50s. Um, okay, what movie you got? Okay, yeah, this is going to piss off God. <laughs> <laughs> From uh, 2019, Midsommar. Oh, oh awesome. Wow. Uh, yeah, like, I... Uh, I I love this the 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 this more than Hereditary didn't make make my list and yeah. actually I wasn't as high up on it I thought the guy had a ton of style but I thought there was kind of issues this is the one that grabbed me and oh, I, yeah. I thought did it grab you from the get go that right? scene in the uh, parents house yeah it's fucking insane it is methodically plotted out yeah and then you've got the aftermath of that and you've got this whole kind of like. Boyfriend, unsupportive yeah. boyfriend who seems like he is. He's doing the mm-hmm. I invited her and she accepted, but she won't come. Yeah, routine like that. That is so uh, exquisitely like bullshit yeah. garbage guy thing. Yep. Uh, I love that it's always in the daytime once they go to oh, Sweden. And is there a movie that is in the daytime that is in this kind of like 
idyllic uh, location that is that kind of terrifying when you're out there. Like there's, uh, there's scary some, moments yeah, I, I, there. I'm thinking like there's a ruins, but it, it doesn't uh, hit this. Uh, yeah. yeah, like there, because it's almost yeah. the closest you get is like dusk type yeah. darkness, which they they use really well, and it's like this psych- psychedelic fever dream. Mm. That just keeps pulling you in and pulling you in. It's like little strands at a time, too. You're like, you're here, like, oh, it's kind of weird. Like, they're a bit too friendly, but that's... And, and just like um, yeah. um uh, like emotion. It was another mm-hmm. one that was, you know, I, I've seen it now at home and, and in the theaters, but the theater experience was great. Yeah. Uh, like, you could just, you could feel everybody in On the On the edge of their seats kind of deal. Uh, so that is my number 53 to the chagrin... Of our gentleman who is now going to give yeah. his pick. Oh. You're crazy. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a yeah. fine movie. It's just uh, it's just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I wouldn't. I, I personally didn't. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's your pick. Uh, my number fifty three from nineteen ninety six. Uh, from dusk till dawn. Oh, interesting. The, uh, probably the highlight of Robert Rodriguez's career yeah. for me. Um, yeah, <laughs> isn't that kind of like a guy that. Well, he's he's done he's some a name, but like, yeah, he's done some. Like Sin City things. was good. He did the you know the Desperado movies, yeah. El Mariachi. Like the Planet story of him making El Mariachi is almost better than anything he's yeah. ever done. Like yeah. him having to give blood or whatever. Yeah. So I might agree. Like it looked like he was on the same like trajectory as Tarantino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one's putting them in the same space. Anymore. No. Well, he yeah. Strangely, he like took over James Cameron for that Alita, which is you know that was a huge fucking movie. Like, which I I, I like that. I was surprised. That was a film that I went in with zero mm. expectations and came out enjoying it. I wish we I got haven't a sequel. seen that. One which yet. movie was this? Alita. Is that like the that, girl with the big eyes? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it would be terrible. And yeah, I think you talked it. about it on the on yeah. the podcast but, one time. Yeah. Who cares about any? <laughs> Who cares about these yeah. movies? But uh, yeah, no. The, the first half. Speaking of Tarantino, the first half I feels love the like first uh, half of this movie, like, like a Tarantino crime yeah. flick. And it's weird because people have either like one or the other. I love both, and I think yeah. they go together great. Like the second is half is like this batshit, in insane vampire movie, and it's got some really great action. And you have, you know, you have Clooney who is possibly never better. Like he's perfectly mm. charming in this. He's a badass in this. Um, you got Tarantino who who makes an amazing creep who just like yeah like he's just this horrible fucking person that Clooney has to deal with mm-hmm. like he's yeah. he's constantly raping and murdering these people <laughs> and is he's like I'm just a fucking thief yeah. I'm not a murderer like but he has to put up with it because it's his it's little brother. brother I guess yeah you and then you got Harvey Keitel who's kind of playing against it, type he's he great is in this so like a badass in this too right like yeah, he has Juliet this like uh, Lewis simmering anger um, and then and even when you get to the bar then mm. we get Cheech Marin and fucking <laughs> yeah. Selma Hayek yeah. who you know, has an amazing dance scene, and you have Tom Savini as mm-hmm. fucking sex machine, and and Fred Williamson, Jim and yeah. Jim, uh, yeah, like it's just it's a it's a blast, and it's like it both halves I think are incredible mm-hmm. in their own ways, and I think they go together. Like I wish I could have saw this movie not knowing anything. Like, oh, what's this? Yeah. It's a crime movie. Okay, this is kind of interesting, and then that stuff happens. Be like, what the? Yeah, fuck? Yeah, I, I, I didn't have? know any. Uh, oh wow, mm-hmm. that would have been when I first an experience. Saw it. I mean, I guess you might have been like, "Ah, I wanted more crime." I, well, <laughs> it could have backfired, I, I guess. I, but. I honestly don't think I've seen this movie in, since 1996. Oh wow! I actually I hadn't seen it 
for a long time. I think since I picked up the DVD, like fucking ten years ago or something. And I was kind of worried, like nineties. Is it gonna have bad effects? No, like it it uh, held up. Yeah, that, the effects actually are uh, kind uh, of actually awesome. Actually, lie. I have, I've, yeah. I have seen it once, but it's now like I go. Oh, it's. I was like, oh, I've seen that recently. I was living yeah, in a house with six years guys, ago. so that was probably 2003. <laughs> um, never mind. <laughs> but it has two, like, again, that you've seen a lot now, but mm. I think this was early on, where, like, they're making condom bombs out of holy water yeah. and super soakers with That's holy cool, water, right? and he puts a stake in the jackhammer, and, yeah, the, 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 mm-hmm. the violence and the action is just great and amazing and uh but again you just have really great characters and like the dialogue is just so on point mm-hmm. i don't i think Rod R- robert Rodriguez did, did he write this i assume i, I don't even did. know but I, it, it, I, seems, it seems like it seems like tarantino helped him especially the opening in the variety yeah. store and, oh, and the back yeah. and forth with how um, great is that michael parks yeah oh it, michael, yeah. it's michael parks and uh that um, cat from um oh, that's great is it the guy from deadwood the um saul Saul. Uh, uh, who's that guy? Uh, Saul Star. Oh, Saul Star. It, it John Hawks. Is it him? Yeah, it is. It's John Hawks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so that that crazy. opening is fucking yeah. incredible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just yeah. It's. Yeah, it's I, a, I gotta rewatch this. This might. Yeah. Sneak it, it's in there. a movie that honestly, it's just like it's so fun from the be- beginning, mm. and even like the crime stuff where like Tarantino is doing terrible shit and being a creep, it's still super entertaining. Like with the other stuff. I mean, yeah. even, I don't know. It's uh. Yeah, it's an incredible film. I was surprised. He how just hung out with hard. Harvey Weinstein one night, and he got that character. <laughs> yeah, exactly, he's in. He's in it. Um, yeah, I I actually wrote that. Other than like a couple of the dated effects, and I think um, the Asian actor, I don't think he did anything after this. Who plays the young son? He's kind of out of his league. Like everyone else is kind of these yeah. big name actors, and then he must be a friend of Rodriguez's or something. He could just been like he's kind of only... seems a bit out of his league. Some of his line readings, but like other than that, yeah. it's almost it's. There's not much to complain about. Um, it, it's Actually, great, yeah, I agree. That's a good, good, good pick. Yeah, it's man. a good, a great pick. I th- yeah, I, I was happy that I, I threw it on at the end because I hadn't seen it so long, and uh, yeah, I was like, wow, I can't believe this almost didn't make my list. It uh, feels really weird for me going from uh, 53 Killer Clowns Matters Face to my number 52 is from 1960 Psycho. <laughs> What an odd <laughs> choice. What but, is but in your top I, 20, Maddie? Yeah, <laughs> I am still thinking I, this movie is so much fun. I, I love the um, opening, I guess, half or third. Yeah. We, which, yeah. I think that it, movie, if it was. Honestly, yeah. it, honestly it, 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 people, if you, if we're giving away spoilers about Psycho yeah, now. Yeah. 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 Come on. You know, nineteen sixty. Yeah. They, they. Hey, say, man. I, yeah. I don't know if uh, I don't know yeah. if it, the date matters so much because there's yeah. like a fucking ten thousand movies every year that can't watch everything. But anyway, yeah, fair enough. But anyways, the opening half is such a cool idea, and you get invested in these characters. And then it kind of switches, yeah. And you have to get invested in like mm-hmm. new characters, and it, again, it switches. So you're not. Yeah, it's weird how that sets up. Again, it's it's you know one of those movies like, where like the the violence is great. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but it's like again, it's those quiet moments where it's like mm-hmm. it's just um, Norman Bates and uh, what's Janet, Lee. Janet Lee, Lee just that sitting in a, in praying. the back of his motel, yeah. just having a chat, and like it's I so good. It, it opens up um, almost like a passing of the torches. You know what I'm saying? Because you're kind of like following uh, Marion Crane, I guess Janet, Janet Lee, yeah. and then like they sit there like that, like oh, she's the hero of this, and then like oh wait. Maybe he's the hero of this. So you start following Norman and like 
that kinda, yeah, it's, 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 it's an it amazing shifts, point of how, view shift. Uh, yeah. You know, and it, it 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 has some of the the greatest sequences yeah. of his career, and he, he shot mm-hmm. it with his his television crew. Which I think I love this because it kind of looks a bit uh, cheap in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like it looks like it I don't doesn't know, but have it's, a it's simpler. Yeah, but there's, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, everything's simple. It's very yeah. economic in, in, in like yeah. he's shooting on black and white for yeah. the first time and, in years. And why this. Um, this movie would lose some luster for me if it didn't have that epic score. That like, yeah, the Bernard Herrmann score is incredible. It just like as they're driving up and that score is kicking in the background. It's like, oh, it's so fucking good. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah and um, you could just listen to that score even minus that like scene, just like that like nice. Uh, Which he didn't want to score. Uh, he didn't want to. He didn't want to score the the shower scene. I heard like uh, it was a uh, Herman's like fuck you I can do anything it's gonna make it better than nothing he's like okay try it. like, bam, bam, bam. like yeah okay you win yeah <laughs> you're right <laughs> Anthony Perkins is so fucking good yeah like, like the scene where um, the the detective is kind of um, trying to get stuff out of him yeah. and he's kind of like messing up what he says but then trying to like go back it's just mm-hmm. like it's you believe that he is that character yeah. it, it's so yeah I, that hey, movie what's the name that plays the detective uh, oh fuck. Um, uh, I can't. Anyways, but yeah. he he's great in this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I may yeah. come up later. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's Maddie, I maybe you're going to have an exciting top twenty. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it may come up later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about this. Like, I love me. It's hard to watch uh, on repeat. Actually, it's not. It's not See, I don't know. Like, like I, yeah. I, I was wor- I was thinking maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah, I I, re- I rewatched it recently, and I was like, no, it's that. <laughs> I'm glad I rewatched it because it might not have been as high up if I didn't get in that yeah. much. But yeah, anyway. Uh, so my, I, I've, as I've been busting Maddie's balls <laughs> about uh, a pick that is is seemingly should be higher. Well, you've had you've had a couple too that I'm like, wow, yeah. that's too low. But anyway. uh, well, you might think again from 1978, George Romero's Dawn of the Dead. Oh, awesome! Um, so. Yeah. This this is one. Uh, I think there's other ones that uh, you know. This this one I. Yeah, we'll we'll get yeah talk about it. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it just like it's it's the quintessential kind of like put people into a great location and just have fun and just have fun the whole way through. And you've got some great characters in, oh, yeah. in this, right? Like that you can really. Hold, and you get behind. They got like the uh, the fun loving SWAT and, guys, and them so. taking over yeah. the the mall. That's the most fun. Like yeah. I have more yeah. fun with that than I do the fucking batshit ending. Even yeah. though the batshit ending yeah. with great. Tom Savini and his biker dudes yeah. is, is 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 fun. I like the before yeah. stuff way I'm more. About this. I like when they get to the mall, but I also like the uh, first like fifteen minutes when you see the world just falling into yeah, chaos. Yeah, I like that too. Like I thought that was like they're see, in, like I, I'm that. See, that's what holds it back from being higher. I don't love that first fifteen minutes. Oh, it's like, I, like I think the awesome. editing is just too messy, and I don't even know what the fuck's going on half the time. I it's think very, for me, some of the things that hold it back. The way the zombie looks, look. I yeah. kind of dig the zombie. <laughs> um, it just looks like they have like blue paint blue on them. Paint on their yeah. face. Yeah. Uh, and and overall, like it's not the best. Like here's the thing with Romero. Like part of his charm and anything you watch. Like I watched Martin, which is really good. Didn't make my list. Yeah. Part of his charm is that he's kind of like if you and I just had natural talent to make movies. But we had none of the connections. You just make the movies yeah. in Pittsburgh, basically Hamilton. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a Hamilton of the states, yeah. right? And and you 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 have this charm about it, but there's a lot kind of that's wrong about it. And some mm-hmm. things make it better, and then some things yeah, kind of make it worse. Yeah, his films have a really raw look to them, like super raw. He doesn't have that those film making techniques that some of the other directors have. Like you almost like you say like I don't know what schooling he had but he almost seems like he grabbed a camera and let's just go with this and mm-hmm. you get brilliant sequences yeah. because that now are being copied like if you think about when they're trying to get in and out of that department store mm-hmm. the way that is edited and mm-hmm. shot is brilliant but you have another sequence like there's some sequences with the biker gang that are almost incoherent yeah um, because it's just like, oh, cool shit, that's really cool, yeah. <laughs> like like someone's home video or whatever. Well, I think, too, with the effects, too, like that was Tom Savini, one of his first big movies. It was kind of like, well, how do you got to frame it? And it was kind of like Tom Savini was deciding how these shots were put together. And I think you, you, you got that a lot in, like, when they were practical effects were becoming a thing and we were getting right. past the the basic universal monster effects and stuff like that. Like when we were start, finally starting to get to these crazy, gory practical effects, I think a lot of it was like they were almost staged and directed by the the effects guys that you didn't get to you know really choose you know how how directors would know yeah and you you got that many people in that mall they probably just was like go nuts yeah that's probably what it was actually um so yeah like uh, still a ton of fun movie yeah. want a pie in the face yeah. you want to put a pie in the zombie's <laughs> face like sure i do <laughs> fucking put it on the film we'll, we'll add it in later yeah there was stuff you could tell they were just like they came out there on the spot and it's like that'd be fun and they yeah. just and a it. lot of that shit works but occasionally it doesn't that's probably the only thing that yeah. holds this movie back from being one of those top 20 I, I do agree though i love like the four lead characters and just like their relationship and when they're first coming to the mall and them trying to like they're having fun taking out yeah. these yeah. zombies like yeah I, I, yeah all yeah that's my favorite sequence mm-hmm. in the movie yeah. is that is that period when they get to the mall and, and then even just having fun mall. once they have yeah. them all and like you know yeah. taking yeah. advantage of it now uh, I, yeah I agree uh, my 52 is probably going to be higher on your list maybe uh, from 2005 The Descent um, awesome. Neil Marshall's yeah. Modern horror classic. Actually, I only have two more movies in my next 51 that are newer than the 2000s. So. <laughs> That's actually not surprising <laughs> at all. Not, not surprising, but and I think also I only have like, like I, I think I only have like maybe four that are over the 90s, and then it's all 80s and below. Um, yeah, fuck modern horror films. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, Neil Marshall showed so much promise early on. Like, dog Kyle, Mark- Kyle, wait, wait, wait. I think there's some kids on your lawn. Why do you want to yell at them to get off your lawn before we uh, continue? Or fuck no? those kids. Um, I don't know if kids care about horror films other than like James Wan shit. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, he showed so much promise. Dog Soldiers, I mean, it has a lot of issues, but it, it, it's got some cool stuff in there. And then he followed up with this. And we're like, this guy's going to be the new... And he yeah. just kind of has wasted that potential. Like, Doomsday yeah. was fun, but he hasn't really done anything even close mm-hmm. to to this. Anyways, this film, a group of uh, women go spelunking in a cave. Um, it's great because the, j- just the beginning of them at the cabin having fun. Like, I love the relationship between all these women. They seem like real women that are kind of goofing around and being silly. And I feel like yeah. there's re- there's real connection with these yeah. people. And then, but then once you get in the cave, you kind of see that, you know, maybe the friendships aren't quite as, as tight, tight as, as they thought. Yeah. But again, they're I in a weird adds, spot too, right? That adds any adds tension, that, yeah, adds tension adds that and drama. And uh, yeah, like the first half almost worked. Like this film it, could almost work as just a spunky film gone movie, wrong. Yeah. yeah, and because there's so many like, if you're claustrophobic, yeah. this is a tough film. Um, but then we do get these crazy monsters. There's oh. a great re- the first time the, the reveal? reveal is one of the best yeah. jump scares. 
Um, and then, yeah, it's just, it's literally a bloodbath. Like, there's yeah. literally a bloodbath <laughs> yeah. in this yeah. film. Uh, it's crazy nonstop mm-hmm. violence, and it's a lot of tense moments. I will say, rewatching it, like, some of the editing is a bit... It's a bit rough. Like he does. Like he, he. This is when that editing style was like. Let's do a hundred. Yeah, he, the choppy he, edits in like uh, one minute. This is that. This is actually we'll probably talk about yeah. this movie <laughs> later on. Uh, mine, but uh, spoiler. That's my biggest problem with the movie. Is yeah. that. The, the, MTV style. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. Early, I mean that. That's what early this, this was like. And I know sometimes they do that be, to save money. Like if you don't mm-hmm. want to get if the the monster doesn't look that great, then you have to do. Or but the, the monsters the, do look that yeah, great. Like, that's just it. But maybe the violence, like some of the effects and stuff. I don't know. But yeah, it, it's a little too too uh, ADD for me. I, there's a couple silly moments too. Like there's one where like the creature puts the hand on the head, and I don't know how you couldn't tell the difference between a head and a rock, but. Um, anyways, that's what I'm saying. I think I I don't think that's I think they think it's a head, but I just think they don't don't think it's think it's like a alive. A, a, a alive. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I I uh, I've talked about this before, but I had a work film group, and every every month would I someone feel like a that's film. ruined it for you as well. And uh, yeah, <laughs> did, did all your cool friends make fun of it so you don't want to like? Well, uh, no, like <laughs> I, I was yeah, I'm like, well, I tried to pick. I didn't want to pick yeah. something too crazy, like Suspiria or something for them. So I'm like, you know, this is modern yeah. enough. They should dig this. And yeah, like everyone just tore it for not for the most part. There's a couple of people. The guy that like I really work with the most enjoyed it. And there's a couple of people that, you know, didn't think they would like it and really enjoyed it. But yeah, most people just tore it apart and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Like <laughs> I quit. <laughs> that's what yeah, it, it yeah. was it was it it, it, uh, it hurt. It soured no, it. No, but I I again when I rewatched it, I did I love it. There's so much I loved about it, but there was Things that you know. The problem went for down me is like me. that editing style he doesn't use for most of the movie. Like he has these great long yeah, takes. and these epic. Yeah, mm. it's when the action starts, and then it gets you can't tell. And what's going some on of the time. scenes, the action starts. He doesn't. And some of them, yeah. he doesn't. Like there's a a scene where a big accident happens, like yeah. a, a, a mistake. That's, yeah, that's shot incredibly well. And yeah. edited incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, but there's other uh, there's other ones that do do frustrate me. At the same time, it is fucking terrifying and really unlike anything else. Yeah, they tried to redo it in the descent too. I haven't, I haven't seen that. Really, I just, I don't have an interest because he had nothing to do with it. That was kind of yeah. like this movie was successful, Make money. So the studio was like, "How come you we guys make a have sequel? seen a lot of fucking terrible yeah, movies though?" That's true. And, and, and like in yeah. sequels, but uh, terrible movies from the eighties and nineties. Uh, the early odds, like uh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I think exactly. I, I, I can easily watch a bad seventies eighties yeah. movie when we get into bad two thousand movies and and up. Forget about it. If the descent two was about these monsters, but they want to start a rock band, I am in. <laughs> <laughs> descent three, let's yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. I think too. The Descent Two never even got a Blu-ray. Like when it came out, it was DVD only, and by that time, I had kind of moved past DVDs. Yeah. So it's one of those movies. If I find for five bucks, I'm gonna buy it. But I'm not paying fucking fifteen bucks for something, not. right? And I don't even know where else you would see it. Is it on Netflix or anything like that? I don't know. It probably is on Netflix or I don't know. They, they only have like ten horror films on there. Anyways, Maddie, Tubby, probably. Speaking 52. of us uh, starting a rock band and going on the murdering spree, or fifty-one from uh, 2015. The Green Room. Oh, yeah. Which is pretty much a, 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 an hour and a half of sitting on the edge of your chair with your heart going a million miles yep. a minute. It starts off with this band who is trying to pick up this gig in this uh, bar they don't really know, but it's a Boosters and Braces camp, so it's a kind of a bit and, and, racist. And, uh, and it, like we, I think we talked about Green Room a bit. Mm-hmm. Like being in a band and... Knowing sometimes you just have to take whatever fucking gig yep. you're offered 
This felt very real. So have you guys very played familiar. like in a Nazi bar before? We could have. <laughs> like you, you, you there was we played some fucking ridiculous oh, shows yeah. over the years. Insane. We we're lucky we never played the Nazi bar. We didn't. <laughs> we had those those couple years where yeah. Anna booked the gigs yeah, exactly. at the end there when I didn't want to do it anymore. We played some funny shit. That's all she knew about was Nazi bars. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, once they get into the actual green room proper and they notice something going right, it is such a, um, you can't catch your breath. Something's yeah. always happening to these poor kids who just want to play punk music. And uh, and they play uh, yeah. it, it, like, fuck you, Nazi punks, fuck yeah. you. So they're, they're kind of right? egging them on, kind of like, all right, fuck you, you, you Nazi pieces of shit. And like, even the guy's like, all right, yeah, that was cool. But they don't want him out because there was a lot of bad shit going on. with like, Well, they see something. They yeah, see yeah something there's that a murder that goes down. And, and you Patrick got, Stewart yeah. is fucking Pat, scary in it. I thought his name was Pat Stewart. Yeah, it might be Sir Pat, Pat Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> Imagine calling him Pat, Pat Stewart. If you ever see him in the street, I'm doing yeah. it. What's up, Pat? <laughs> Sir Pat, <laughs> you're from the green room, are you? <laughs> he is actually like terrifying. Oh, terrifying! In this, he's he really good. So like powerful, menacing. Like, yeah. This might be my favorite yeah. Patrick Stewart role. Like, he's just uh, life force might be uh, up there for you because he is so <laughs> over the top. He's the exact opposite in this. Right. I don't think Adam will ever. I don't yeah. know what that is. He yeah. would, that's a movie he would not enjoy. But like, usually you get him kind of like just stately, whether yeah. he's in the X Men movies or he's Captain mm-hmm. Picard, Picard or whatever, which, yeah. which he's, he's always good playing that type of role. Call him Captain Picard. B- Picard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I didn't want another make another peanut joke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, offended. Um. Yeah. I. I. I yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's so fucking good. great, right? Great cast too. Yeah. yeah. Everyone there. You actually, they're all different characters, and then like you figure, you put a bunch of like cool guys in a, a punk band, there'd be they're all the same cast. No, not at all. At all. Like every character has their own quirks, and they're all different, which is kind of cool. Anyway. Yeah. It, it made it made my. I think it made my top twenty-five yeah, of the decade. The decade. But I, yeah. Again, there there were some couple of things not as bad as the Strangers, but that was yeah. another one. Upon they make revisiting, bad decisions. there's a couple of decisions that are like. That come on, people! Like, I know you're under pressure. We're gonna go but, through uh, all of your '70s, '80s movies and just talk about all the decisions. Bad decisions but again, the difference is the '70s and '80s movies never took themselves seriously. That's a problem I have with modern horror: is it is all so serious and realistic. The violence—they're not. These movies aren't. You're not watching Green Room to have fun. You're watching it because it's a tense, realistic, scary experience. So when you then fuck up the movie with like bad right. decisions and I think it hurts it more. I, I don't I think don't, they're making bad, bad decisions. decisions. Like you're, 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 you're under super yeah. pressure. You were in a cool band like me and Adam over here. <laughs> Here's the guy sitting on his couch watching a movie. We've lived this shit, man. Well, Unless you've played a Nazi camp. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, so we're at 51, right? 51. Wow. We, we've, we've made a long way, uh, forward and not my number 51 is from 1963, Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Oh, awesome. Which is probably the Hitchcock movie I've seen the most. Uh, mm. I was, I, 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 as a kid, this movie was just shown on television. It's probably the easiest to digest of all the Hitchcock's movies, right? Like, it's like, here it is. Here's a bunch of birds eating people. Perfect. And, and have, have fun. I think, I think it, I disagree. Yeah. I, I think with the young audiences, I think that would be a terrible one to show people if you want to get them to Hitchcock. I, like, I loved it as a kid. Mm-hmm. No, but I'm, yeah, I don't know. Young audiences now, I know re, just re, recently, oh, okay. I watched yeah. like in the past week or two, and some of those bird effects are like, yeah, like you, even for me, mm-hmm. 
you get. I was like, oh, that's kind of bad. You get a little bit of a birdemic thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not discounting that, but it's also like. So we, there's school scene, which yeah. is amazing. And you've got this basically like amazing sequence yeah. where Tippy Hedren is sitting outside and the birds are coming and you, you see they, a few more birds. You, then she tracks the bird in the yeah. sky and it lands mm-hmm. on the playground equipment. And now there's tons, tons of birds. It's an incre- yeah, And the kid's song is, is playing. Fucking amazing. And even so, then the sequence of getting the kids down the road. For me, the effects, well, aren't great because they're doing all this composite shot, which is cr- crazy. They, they used a camera in this that basically they made one camera to do all these composite shots, and it was so insanely technical. They only got one to work ever. Oh, Disney made crazy. it. Crazy. One camera ever. They couldn't get any other camera to work. Hmm. It was so technical. But for me, the way it's shot, I'm still tense because I forget after maybe like, I don't know, 10 seconds that these birds yeah. aren't real because now I'm focusing on the kids' faces. Yeah. And I'm focusing on the shot composition. Um, and and you, you've you got this, like, I just I just love the town setting. The Anybody's can go, they can go at, these birds can get anybody, old people, yeah, children. They don't care. And They're it's birds. Just the randomness of what's yeah. happening. And you've also got Tippi Hedren, who, who at the time was kind of killed for this, but mainly because... He took her from nowhere to somewhere. I think she's great in this. She's mm-hmm. playing this totally uh, entitled, I've got everything in my life person who's, who's based, she's kind of like, she's an asshole. Yeah. Even though she's trying to make her life better, she's still mm-hmm. an asshole. Yeah. And I love all the scenes with her and Rod Taylor. He knows that, but he's kind of a fucking entitled <laughs> asshole as well. Mm. Um, it, so you, you've got the, the, the kind of like histronics of a drive-in theater creature feature yeah, from the 50s or 60s, which I like, and he never tries to like uh, forget that. But you also have this like 60s European art film that's happening at the same time with, mm. with his composition and how he's putting all these shots together and how he's waiting to like for these events to happen and he's giving no explanation of what, why it's happening or it, who cares. Yeah, it's just happening. Um, and it starts out it, like this light romantic comedy with a great touch, and it finally turns into this apocalypse uh, that's mm. that's that's harrowing. Um, yeah, you got the school attacks, the diner scene. Oh, that uh, seems amazing. Her just going across the lake to drop off a present is like yeah. suspenseful in only the ways that Hitchcock could do it. Um, yeah, again, like I, I watch this the same as I kind of watch Jaws when I was growing up, it seemed to always be on TV yeah, in the summertime. Was. Yeah, like TBS, it was on constantly, right? So I I, I probably yeah. have seen this so many times because they weren't showing Rear Window over and over no. again. And they weren't showing Psycho. And they weren't showing Vertigo ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and the 40s movies were and kind of forgotten. Probably, well, Vertigo especially is probably not a movie that you would maybe yeah. get much out of as a child. I don't know. Yeah, I have no. I I didn't you see that movie until I was. I don't think you get much out of it. like again. This is I saw Psycho the, as a kid as well. You probably got it, but you didn't quite get it. Yes, where yeah. where the subtext here is anybody. Yeah, and any time something random can happen and, and yeah. fuck up your whole life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good message for kids, yeah. right? <laughs> so get ready. Yeah, life's hard. Um, I actually, 
I don't. I, I know you don't love. Yeah, this the, one. the first time yeah. I, I didn't really like it. I'd revisit again because I was like, ah, I was crazy. I was too yeah. hard on certain Hitchcock films because I was comparing them to like the best. Yeah, I liked it more this viewing, and it's it's like it's it's a good film. But yeah, I just I it's 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 one of my least favorite Hitchcock films that I've seen. I don't know. I, just, I had a lot of issues with it. I don't know. But yeah, for me, I, I so I I, I and I'm a nature gone amok guy. Like this should be my yeah, thing. Yeah, this should be right up should your alley. Your thing. Yeah. But yeah, uh, again, weird. maybe compared to those other ones. Yeah, compared to Grizzly <laughs> and that Day of the Animals. It, it was funny because com- I didn't com- I didn't rewatch compared to Slugs. This is uh, garbage. Everyone knows <laughs> well, this. <laughs> well, to be fair, for like the na- the nature gone amok yeah. stuff, it's not as good as you know those ones. Yeah. <laughs> You're more watching it for like the terrible acting, and like yeah, yeah. The, the fun thrill. It, it was because it, it, I didn't rewatch it because I was like, I've seen this movie 25 times. I yeah, don't, I, like why don't? And then I was like, oh, I'm gonna rewatch this just before so you can chat about it. And I started thinking, did I put this in the wrong spot? Did you rewatch it then? Yeah, I rewatched oh, wow. it just last week. Should have gone higher up. Uh, no, I think it's fine. I think yeah. it's it's where it should be because it kind of fades away. The problem in the end is there isn't the next level like you yeah. get with other Hitchcock movies but as a film I love it like I, I sit down and watch this movie and I'm entertained through the mm. whole thing I love Jessica Tandy I love how fucking Tippi Hedren and her kind of look the same it adds this kind of like mm-hmm. weird like wow well, what's he actually what's after? going on and I love when she goes to the farm and, and to see what's happened to her friend that also the chickens aren't eating that other feed <laughs> and you see this kind of like cra- like that scene actually holds up the 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 eye yeah there's a, there's there's stuff with the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um, See, I, I think the way you you described it is the reason why probably I don't love it. It's like it, it's not quite a great Hitchcock film like his other films, and it's not a great fun. It's not fun enough to be a great nature gone amok. So it's like somewhere in between. Like it's it's not doing the fun nature gone amok quite going that far. And as a Hitchcock film, there's way better if you want the Hitchcock. I, in it. Like I, I like it, Hitchcock, who I've made no secret is my favorite director probably yeah. of all time. Uh, it's not like it's still not super high on my list, yeah. but I, I I don't know. Like I I hmm. I, I really love it. And it, again, it's the one I've seen. It's like comfort food to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got nostalgia, a little kick on it. Yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like, well, it, it well works I think out. there is something wrong. It, it with works out because my next flick is one that you did not like at all. And now you can tear it apart. All right. Uh, from 51, again, this is my comfort food, 1980s Terror Train. So I know um, Adam's not a fan. This is kind of my comfort food. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't not. Yeah. Well, like the, this, this is, but this, I also didn't like okay. this. Okay, <laughs> if it was Siegfried <laughs> and Roy versus uh, David Copperfield, would you be more uh, after like this movie or no? <laughs> I actually think the uh, Copperfield worked for me for the most part. I, I like him in this, but I, I grew up like loving eight. Like I was those that guy that was excited about all those like Fox Dad, magic specials. How, how did he make New York City disappear? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but th- this is your typical uh, Sasha Vilma prank goes wrong, and then we cut to three years later and. The person's getting revenge. Yeah. Um, I, I know actually a lot of people that like slasher films consider this a lesser slasher. It's too slow for them. I mean, there's none of the really deaths are that exciting. But there's I don't, barely any kills. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the kills not. aren't that great, are they? But again, for me, slasher films aren't always about the kills. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just, I love the idea of you're on this train and you're stuck on this train. There's, you can't. That's the best Go part of the movie, off. for sure. I think it has this kind of cool atmosphere to it. And I also love 
the, the mystery is kind of fun too, where you don't really know yeah. who is like you know you know it's a guy from the beginning getting revenge, but you don't know who he is now, and they kind of throw out some what ideas. What did Nerdlinger turn yeah. into? Yeah, well, well they, he keeps changing masks too, which yeah. I think is kind of and, cool. and it could have been yeah. like an, an Angela thing. You yeah. know, I mean, they could have went that way in the eighties. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I love that other aspect, like you said, like the costume change, like the Groucho marks where he's killing yeah. that costume. That is so cool. I, I I'm mm-hmm. so sad that I used to have that poster and it got ruined. Because um, I would totally frame that poster. It's a great mm-hmm. poster with the, the Groucho Marx killer with the, the knife over the train. Um, it's and, ruined, though. Sorry? Ruined. It's ruined. Yeah. I had to throw it out. Um, and it, it does take place on New Year's. You have a bunch of people in costume, which is always fun. Again, that's always like an extra point mm-hmm. for me, uh, where it's like not quite Halloween, but it could work as a Halloween film, too, or New Year's, depending on what mood you're in. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, this is her in her prime. She's always fun. Um, the other characters maybe aren't as exciting. It's probably I don't think Jamie Lee's that good in this. I'll throw that out there. I don't oh, remember okay. the other characters either. The, the, the boyfriend guy is He's the a worst. Fun. I like the, yeah. like they're. I think they're good dicks. Like yeah. I, I think they do a good job of making you really hate them. And th- there's like the kind of the guy in the like the the president's outfit that kind of like the. Uh, um, Trying to like, I'm so nice and smooth. Yeah. Like he's that guy. The, he's slick. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't hate the characters, but I will admit that out of a lot of the other my Sasha favorites, the characters in this one are probably the least mm. interesting. Ben David Johnson Copperfield is, is, is great. And Ben Johnson, the the conductor guy. Okay. I don't know if you're being serious. I, I no, like, no. Okay. I, no, yeah. he's amazing. Yeah, I like him in this. Um, he's the best. For me, he's the best character in the whole thing like he's yeah. he knows what movie he's in he's having a lot of fun with it yeah I, I i can't explain why i like this movie so much it's just one of those movies like i've i watch it every couple of years and every couple of years i enjoy it more and more it's just mm-hmm. it is my comfort food and i know it's not gonna be for everyone even if you're a slasher fan like i said it's not for everyone but uh i there's something about it that just clicks with me it's just kind of got a lot of those elements that i like magic <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> magic costumes jamie 80s jamie lee curtis and put a, train. And a cool setting yeah <laughs> A cool mask. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my number 50 from 2002, this actually might uh, unleash the bowels on me, boys, but The Ring. I love this movie. I, I like it. Yeah. I like yeah, I like this movie. Sweet. Yeah. It has a gr- crazy uh, sequence, the actual video of the, uh, the the tape that will kill you in seven days after watching it. It's actually such a creepy thing to watch, I found. Yeah. It really uh, haunts you in a way. And there's a cool... Um, thriller mystery about this like how are they going to solve this uh, crime or what have you to get her from not it, it definitely has that like days. ticking time clock like yeah. there's no way they're gonna make mm. this because they have like what is it two seven days, days seven days okay seven days yeah. which I thought was such a cool idea and again they're just trying to unsolve this um, shit that's going on they can fig- figure this out because they're both journalists so I thought it was cool and there's this really cool tone to this movie that was like mm-hmm. hip in like the uh, early aughts where everything just looked blue. Do you guys know green, what I'm talking about? I think it's about? like, yeah, blue, green. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the gray That's still shading. going on now. They still, fucking, oh, yeah, they, they still take like, you know, you'll get, you know, some director take his 80 film and add that look to it now. Yeah. But I, I feel like th- this would have been shot on film. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it works in a cool way, I So thought. there's probably processing with the actual mm-hmm. film. Yeah. Yeah. This might have been actually mm-hmm. done before now where they just do it all in post. But Yeah. Anyways, yeah, there's a cool like a uh, look to this movie. I thought that doesn't really get done anymore. So, I I think that's one of those movies that like I, it scared me like oh, yeah. when I saw it. And I remember even when I got the DVD and it had you could watch the video. I was yeah. kind of like, 
Oh, that's kind of cool. Like, is this kind of framed by this? Oh, and <laughs> actually, if you want, it's like an Easter egg you find on the DVD, yeah. and then like on the uh, menu screen after it's done, because a phone yeah. rings, which is, I thought was like that's a cool like. I uh, just I, I do think it's one of those films that like all of the like the thousand knockoffs. Um, what are they called? What are the the imitators? Film? Yeah, but what were the those films called from Japanese? Um, oh, J horror. J horror. Sorry, for some reason I was thinking Japan animation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, it was like uh, paprika. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> both the good. Yeah. Anyways, well, there's like there's a, yeah. There's you just seen Spirited Away. <laughs> like like that that seemed to mess this, with me. This was a spiritual sequel to that, yeah, I believe. Actually, I think so. yeah. but yeah, I think all those like knockoffs and everything kind of hurt the impact this film had and the bad sequel and like yeah. Now who could who like anytime you see a kid with long hair coming out of a TV like no one's afraid of that they there was a thousand movies of those and I think they yeah. all kind of like and it's it's too bad because you watched a bunch of the, the, like a bunch of the original J-horror one like Juon the, the Grudge yeah the first time I saw that I hadn't seen the Grudge yet and it it's, scared the shit out of me it's spooky yeah even that kid looks so uh, unsettling yeah like and then that. I saw the Grudge and like, I remember thinking uh. Okay. Uh, maybe I don't like the other one. Yeah. So sometimes I, I try to yeah. always separate. Yeah, you, you try but, to, but it, yeah. it can be tough. And, and again, when you like, get repetition yeah. happens yeah. over and yeah. over and over Especially again. Especially in like the early aughts, like this is all we got in theaters. Like this but, and like uh, I, slasher, terrible slasher. Yeah, like, terrible. I, I will say though, I did like this. This was when I, yeah. I was kind of hopeful where they got a big Gore Verbinski, a big director. Yeah. A decent sized budget. You had Naomi Watts, who was like an she older, respected so actress. It wasn't like it wasn't. Like, yeah. When everyone else was getting like the hot seventeen-year-old teen, yeah. Naomi Watts is very attractive. I'm not saying she's yeah. not attractive, but it was nice to get like a respected actor, yeah. like Which they used is to funny, do in the seventies. Like she really had only done Mulholland Drive, though. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Like oh. she was that just older great, before right? she got her okay, shot. She was, she was great, in yeah. Elevator or whatever the the down yeah. uh, down the elevator that I'm kills. Watch that this October. <laughs> Have you seen that before? I, uh, I it's a Dick Ma- Ma- Mass film Moss film who is fucking great. So I need to watch it. But. Uh, I, I that's one of the worst movies I've ever watched in my life. Oh, oh awesome! I've heard, I've heard it. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people like it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember. W- is she good in this? Well, the, no, he she's did, not good in it. He no did one. a movie called no, Down, and then he remade the exact same movie like two years ago for American audiences with Naomi Watts, I believe. And it's called like one's called Down and one's called Up. It got two options <laughs> no, it's here. Something like that. It, but um, yeah, Blue Ray Underground put them both out on uh, Blu-ray along with his other movie, Amsterdam. Uh, I think Dick Mass is great, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. I, I just I, like I haven't seen it since. It was on the movie network. Uh, <laughs> this is the thing. I'm living in this frat house, basically, with, basically with yeah. these five other dudes. There's six of us in this house. No one cleans everything. No one yeah. does anything. No but one but can ever get fixed. We got the fucking movie network. Hmm. <laughs> I think that's maybe a movie, though, now that yeah. you've kind of watched some cheese. Like, I think it's not... It's meant to be like a really dumb, stupid horror film. Like I don't. Maybe back then, if you weren't into seeing a lot of those no, films, it was, it was terrible. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll watch this October. Were you high or drunk when watching it, or no? No, that's your problem, man. You live in a I was probably house. having a couple beers, yeah. but like, it wasn't. What was Moose like clogging the toilet upstairs it, it, and distracting yeah. you? Or what? <laughs> it was one of those movies where we just, why are we talking about this on our top <laughs> under yeah, down? Kidding. But yeah, she she basically made the ring. I don't know. If there was anything, she hadn't made our, our, our hard Huckabees or yeah, I guess even Mulholland Drive was what ninety nine, ninety seven, two thousand, yeah. So she she was unknown until yeah. Mulholland Drive, 
which was supposed to be a yeah. uh, TV show. Oh, oh get out of here. Um, and then ended up being, you know, huh. uh, kind of because she's great. She's a great yeah. actress. The original. Let's go back to Dick Mass. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus it's called The Lift. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyways, cool. All right. Top fifty with me. This is a we're hitting the top fifty. Yeah, my know. fifty yeah. from 1973. Robin Hardy's The Wicker Man. Yeah. So we talked about this. I didn't yeah. think you liked The Wicker Man. No, I, I, I not the new one. No, <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, the I, Nicolas Cage. Version. I thought we talked. I thought. Well, I thought you definitely liked Midsummer better when we talked about it when Midsummer came out. So you've changed. You've flipped. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can go back to the tape on this. Yeah, we'll yeah. get the listeners if you can, yeah, maybe, can go back. Maybe you can get the tape. Maybe maybe I fl- I flipped because I remember this. saying like yeah. Anyways, it, it doesn't well, matter. That but, being said, like yeah. wasn't like fifty two. Yeah, you're, they're pretty close. <laughs> they're pretty close. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm happy. I, I thought you would not. I, I, have I'm Wicker happy Man. that I've bested you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, uh, I, I I don't know. Like, I, I thought you. I thought this would not make your list. So that's interesting. No, I, I've always like I've I've seen this only twice now, but I liked it a lot the mm. first time I ever saw it. Um, now, which cut is your? Do you have a preferred cut? Because there's like three cuts I think out there. Yeah, and I've seen two of them, and now I can't remember what the last. It one seems I like watched. each person yeah. likes certain scenes from both. Like it's almost like there needs to be an alt. Well, there's a final cut, but I think that one is not everyone's final cut. Anyway. It's it's interesting that this is all this guy's done, right? Robin so. Hardy, he's 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 done the Wicker Man. That's it. He directed it, the eh? any uh, the Wicker Tree. Yeah, which I heard is awful. It's, it's like, like a, a sequel. Yeah, he did, but it's like two twenty in the twenty. Is it like twenty seventeen or something? Oh, so yeah. after or, like the, or uh, 11, 2011 maybe. I think it's one of Christopher Lee's last films, actually. Oh, crazy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like I love him. The the police sergeant coming into this town, experiencing mm. all these kind of weird things, but he's. They're, the town is awesome, or the village is awesome. Yeah, he's the dick. <laughs> yeah, he's the problem. And just like seeing them yeah. almost taunt him and and leading up to the the, yeah. the great ending. Uh, we talked about this a lot mm. uh, on the previous episode. I do love that. Like they don't give a fuck about this guy. It's not like they're they're not intimidated by him. They're almost like having fun fucking with this guy who's coming in and trying to push his ways on them. He's probably and, not and used he has to no that power either, there. Yeah. Right? Um, I, I think that's one of those things. Yeah, in the the different cuts, like some of it, you see that he has this loveless relate, or he's getting married. And he's he's a virgin or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And some of that they cut out. Like, I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but, I've, yeah. I've I've seen two of the cuts now. I don't. I don't uh, watch them all. Yeah, watch them all. <laughs> yeah, I think it doesn't really matter so much because it's really the experience of what's going on in this town. You both had this already. I haven't, no, this didn't make my, I haven't seen this in probably 20 years. Oh, wow. And when I first saw it, I'm like, ah, the music really Yeah, the, the, the music, me. yeah, I, I felt the same way, but revisiting it, it's yeah. like, no, that music, it's like one of the few musicals that I look forward to the music because, like, the lyrics are so great. And, and, and it's like a taunt, yeah. the, the, the lyrics are like a, are they're taunting taunts. him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so and they're funny. I the one about like fucking this, the, yeah, the, the, like, the bartender's to, daughter. Yeah, you got to watch this October too. <laughs> I, I it's a great a, October um, movie. Uh, within like I think a weekend or a week, I watched the this and then, then the remake almost back to back. That's a mistake. Yeah, I just picked up the uh, Australian region yeah. free Blu-ray. So I, I can lend oh, it to you if you don't. All right. Well, um, which excited. version? It has it has them all three of them on it. But oh wow, yeah. So watch the ultimate. Is what you're saying. Um, I forget which one. I might have just stuck with the theatrical this time. I think that's the one. I, 
I, and I I'd have to check, but I think that's the one I like the best is the theatrical. I think it is. It's one of those discs, though, where like they're all region free, and you're but pretend, depending on your TV or Blu-ray player, you might not put a play certain cuts because they're like. Um, I guess the frame rate, you have to have your player. So, like, I could watch it on one player, but one player wouldn't play one of the cuts or something. Mm, weird. Um, it's like one of those weird things. Um, so, yeah, every once in a while you'll get that with a region-free disc. you got to be careful. That everyone's like, oh, it's region-free, and then you get it, and it's like, why is this not playing? Or, like, sometimes it's like extra features won't play uh, if they're not 1080p. Why don't you just have multiple DVD players? Well, you can Blu-ray just get a region-free, but it's eh, it's not worth it. 4K, 4K is region-free, so every, I'm just going to go 4K. Anyways... Uh, my 50, uh, another slasher classic. Is this also from the same year? Also, oh no, this is from 1981. Fuck, that was a great time for slasher. <laughs> uh, My Bloody Valentine, the awesome. Canadian. Yeah, I, I like this too. Um, very, very Canadian film with the Incredibly accents. Canadian. The moose head beers. I, like, I thought you were drinking a moose head right now, but no. Broad uh, yeah, head. You that, do have a moose head. I did that. You did buy a moose head. Did I? Yeah. A, a Moosehead Rattler? Yep. Do I have to Jesus drink that Jesus Christ, now? what's happening to the yeah. world? Pass it over here. Can you pass? <laughs> I just, I'm imagining <laughs> me passing this over. Like, um, we're we're in this giant room. <laughs> Violets are blue. Roses are red. Now get Kyle a Moosehead. <laughs> I believe it was what I'll the be off with your head. Um, but yeah, no, this is uh, one of my favorite slashers. Uh, I think the killer just has such a great look with the uh, the miner's outfit and the pickaxe. Mm. I also think it's, it's a slasher film that actually has some kind of scary moments um you know the, the one where this he's coming after them and he's smashing the lights it's I, been copied yeah since so as he's good. getting closer there's just there's a couple like moments that actually when they kind have of all the uh coveralls hanging from the ceiling yeah, and they keep yeah dropping, and them down. dropping down yeah. and it's also it, it, it has some kind of mean-spirited kills too like yeah. the old woman mabel who he fucking throws rips oh, out her yeah. heart Throws her in a dryer and just leaves her overnight to the point where she's all like boiled up and shit. Yeah, and and then you also what um, I don't want to say, but one of the best care I'll just say one of the best characters in the in the movie gets killed with a nail gun, uh, a nail to the head, and it's fucking the kinda, guy from Meatballs. Yeah. It's kind of disturbing. Hey, yeah, Hollis. <laughs> the movie is um, it hits the next level when Hollis is on screen. I yeah, think. yeah, he he's kind of the best character. I agree. The it's not a perfect film. I think the two lead, like the, the kind of the love triangle. Yeah. Some of the acting's not great. You can tell these guys Peter did one, or, one, or, one or two films. Peter Mansbridge is not in, so great uh, in this. Like when they're playing like shuffleboard and he's getting all angry, like yeah, smoking a. Like, you can tell whatever. they did. They, they they didn't act very much. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is a one off mm-hmm. for some people. But again, the, the kill. This may be. I'm trying to think if it has the best kills of all time for a slasher film. It has the, the amazing kill where he shoves the head through the shower head. Yeah. And then the blood is coming out. The water's yeah. coming through the mouth. It has the oh, the, yeah. the face in the um, the boiling uh, water with the yeah. hot dogs. Which did this come before Deep Red or is it after? No, it's did after. It copy? Okay, yeah. so I guess I copied it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. There, there's a great the pickaxe through the neck and out yeah. through the eye. Like there's there's so many great kills. And again, you you got to get. Finally, we have. The unrated the scenes were only found like ten years ago, mm-hmm. and then and and they looked like shit. But if you get the newest Scream Factory Blu-ray, they finally remaster them, so you can still tell it's off a bit, but it looks pretty close better. compared to what it did you can before. See the uh, head actually popping off when he yeah, gets yeah. Kind of yeah. So it, you know, it, it's a shame that you know those were lost, and some scenes they still never found. There's a couple. There's the one double kill which they weren't able to find the footage for, but. Um, yeah, it, it's just a a fun eighty slasher, but also one of the the, the scarier ones. I would I say. I also uh, this did not make my list, but 
I like this a lot more than most of your slasher <laughs> recommendations. Yeah. And and it it wouldn't be that far off if we did top two hundred. It's going to be probably yeah. on there for me. I didn't, I didn't even mention too the, the great like he is ripping hearts out and delivering them like in chocolate. Oh, yeah, the Valentine's like chocolate nice little, with like uh, nice rhyme, like yeah. some cool rhymes, which I think is great too. Uh, but there's a sense of place in this one that I really feel, and a lot of the mm-hmm. times you feel like. You just got these characters. They don't, even though they're the acting's kind of bad. You feel these they're people a small live town there. On yeah. like what's that? Uh, Valentine's Bluff, I guess, is the name of the town. Yeah, and like you can feel like they're at the bar, like harassing the uh, barmaid uh, Harriet. She's, yeah, there's a lot of good details. Yeah, uh, about that. So yeah, I, I uh, this was this was on my like. Oh, I'm I'm really glad I watched this movie. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm out of your forty nine. It's another a uh, anthology from uh, 1985, uh, the Cat's Eye. I guess mm-hmm. it's all Stephen King tales. It starts off with uh, I guess this cat running through this town, and you see all these uh, Stephen King tales happening in the background. It starts off like Cujo's oh, in there yeah. and all yeah. that shit. And the first tale is this cat runs into this. Um, I guess um, who's the guy's name? James Jim, James Wood. James Woods. He runs into his and he's trying to quit smoking. So his buddy tells him about this place. Like they'll let you quit smoking, but it's going to be hard for you to quit smoking. It's like, okay, I can do this. I'm going to quit smoking. So what happens is... Uh, yeah, I love this They're going to torture your wife if you get Well, they, they say smoking. like, yeah, yeah, like it's like, it starts out like we're going to break yeah. your finger or her finger or something, yeah. and then it's like we're going to rape her, and yeah. then we're going to murder her. Yeah, it, it gets, it amps up 100%. And again, at the end, he's like, well, I've gained a bit of weight. Well, if you want, like uh, the doctor's joking around, I think it's one of the best endings He's like, well, if you gain too much weight, we're cutting off your wife's finger. And they all like, ha, ha, ha. And they like raise a toast. And like you see like his wife only has yeah. like two fingers. Yeah. Like, oh, what a great ending. But it, it, it also has a great like paranoia to it where oh, yeah. he thinks like they're they're Everyone's always watching him. They're, him. And, yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. It's, it's cool. Yeah. And again, the other one starts off with this, uh, the ledge, where this uh, bookie who could have been played by Ronnie Dangerfield, but isn't, but he has such a charm. Finds this guy's been cheating on his wife, and they're going to run away with his money. So he makes him walk around the. Yeah, edge of the I like building. this one too. And he's kind of like constantly like blowing horns, hitting with the air hose. <laughs> you know who like he that. reminds me, and I think would have been great for that part, Rip Taylor. <laughs> yes, he has that kind of like. Yeah. Fey, uh Hello. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is Rip yeah, Taylor he, alive? Uh, yeah, because um, he was just in the new Jackass. Yes, yeah. I thought. Yeah. yeah. Or no, he died in 2019. Ah. Uh, well, R.I.P. Rip Taylor. Yeah, Rip Taylor. R.I.P. <laughs> nice. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for that. And the other one starts with uh, the general. It's like one of Drew Barrymore's first movies, I guess. I think it's an early one, yeah. Yeah, where she is um, She's, getting it's after har- E.T. harassed by a troll. Just trying to steal or suck out her, her breath or whatever. What the fuck that is. And yeah, it's a cool looking troll. It's like a little uh, uh, claymation guy is coming in there. Troll, yeah. He's a real trolly troll. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, that's my uh, yeah forty nine. This one didn't make my list, but it was very close. I think it mm-hmm. is one of the better. It is again, it's an there's anthology no, where I don't think there's any duds. Yeah, in there's, this. there's no yeah exactly, and it is it's great. Yeah, I agree. All three stories are good in that in that one. Uh, all right, my number forty nine. 49? 49, Yeah, man, we're Ooh, past yeah. like we spent. M- Basically, our whole lives building this list uh, from 2015. Green Room. We just talked awesome, about it. Yeah. We don't really need to go into it, but it, it's awesome. Yeah, uh, it's super tense, but also um, great characters. Like, what a loss, fucking Anton. Yelchin. I was just about to yeah. say that. Like, I can't believe he's gone. Like, he had a 
<laughs> storied he's, life in front of him. And and he's so good in this, and he was so good in Thoroughbreds that mm-hmm. that uh, came out a couple he's years like after the, that. He's like the, the, the modern River Phoenix, like a young actor that had so much potential. And even, I guess, Heath Ledger. But mm-hmm. Heath Ledger was at least in his 30s. Like, wasn't Anton Yochin? He's young, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah he was 27. James Dean, I guess the original one. Like some of these young yeah. actors had so much fucking potential outside. Yeah, it's 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 too bad. Like, and you you don't have too many like. And his, his the death, Star Wars stuff is not. Oh, his death sounds terrible. It's like it's so fucking like random and like how did like it? it how did he pass? Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember. Car. He they, was like he was pulling oh. into like his opening up the, his gate or something, and he went in front of his car and like the, I guess the brake went when and it. it crushed him and yeah, up against a wall oh, that's yeah. crazy like, it's so random and like it's like some of these guys like they die of drug overdoses yeah. or like whatever it w- was james dean like a car car wreck yeah like and then this it's just like what like that's yeah it seems so weird but yeah anyway it's yeah not get too morbid anyways yeah. uh, i'm not gonna we just talked about it a bunch it's yeah. a great great film um and that's my number 49 green room uh, my number 49 um, has already been talked about as well. We're getting a lot of repeats. Today? Uh, not today. For 1981, Dead and Buried. Oh, nice. Uh, written by Dan O'Bannon of Aliens fame. This is, of course, the uh, Potter's Bluff, the coastal town where people are getting murdered. Um, I love these films. I've talked about many times. I love films with cults. I love films where like, the whole town's possibly in on it. In this case, like, then people are being murdered, but then you're seeing them come back into the town as if nothing happens. You're like, what's going on? The sheriff is kind of investigating these deaths and trying to figure out what's going on. But yeah, it's just when the deaths happen, they're fucking disturbing brutal. and brutal. Yeah, brutal. Like yeah, right, the from opening, the, yeah. right from the opening. He's like yeah. tied in a net, lit on fire as they're like snapping photographs yeah. with like the old flash kind of whipped pop by camera. chains. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just, you know, and, and then like we, we talked about the one where the family's getting chased yeah. and, but it's just got, I also love, like it's got this really cool mystery. And when you find out how far it goes, like the ending is fucking. That, yeah. Awesome. It's yeah, a it's good, shocking it's a and, good uh, mystery too. And yeah. Even the sheriff seems like he's like almost like a, a jealous high school student about his wife. Every time they like, oh, I saw your wife with another guy. He's like, what do you, what do you mean you saw my wife? He gets a little uh, down on himself and he starts like questioning his mm-hmm. wife constantly, which I thought was kind of a nice touch for this like tough New Yorker who's come back to. And yeah, there's some great effects. We we yeah. the the fucking the most famous kill is the needle through the eye. But even just the scene where he's like building rebuilding that woman's mm-hmm. face is cool. Like there's there's. This is a film I kind of feel is is uh, underrated. Like I don't, I I, I know it just one, got a 4K release, but I, I still don't. This think is one that like I watched the other year, and I, I gave it a pretty good rating. Yeah. But it was never really in contention for my hundred. But one, right from when I watched it, I was like, I feel like I want to watch that one again. Yeah, yeah. There's something again. It's just got that great atmosphere. Yeah, something. Yeah, it, like, like a it. dreamy atmosphere too with this guy. Like it's kind of a soft and focus. It, it's one yeah. of those films. that's all about that yeah. setting. That you know. Yeah, I, the, I love the, the coastal, the coastal town. town. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's my number. Just 49. like us, we're yeah. on the coast. Yeah, listen yeah. to us. We got the bay. <laughs> you can almost hear the seagulls flapping. <laughs> I want to read you guys a quote about this movie from uh, Ebert. Okay. This is Jerry Ebert. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a good friend of ours. Okay. It, 
It is simply a series of ugly and bloody episodes strung together one after another like a demo tape by perverted special effects man. There is nothing that the heroines can do to understand or change their plight and no way we can get involved in their story. That makes Hellbound, Hellraiser 2, an ideal movie for an audience with little taste and atrophied attention spans who want to glance at the screen occasionally and ascertain that something is still happening up there. <laughs> Matt, he kind of nailed you right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's uh, pretty I, accurate. I've never <laughs> felt so attacked about this movie. This movie is almost like, um, we're going to take um, Hellraiser. So you have this above Hellraiser, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. And just turn it into this weird exploitation movie. Like, I like how he's like, fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, you asking me questions? <laughs> I like both. I'm, I'm, I wasn't yeah. sure which one you liked better. Yeah, I, again, uh, Hellraiser is such a cool story. This one's like, all right, we got the story. Now we just want to see some fucking mayhem and like people like hanging with their muscles and their uh, flesh getting ripped off. And there was one scene where they take this guy who is a schizophrenic and they like, all right, put him on this mattress. And like they just need blood, so you feel so bad for this dude. But he thinks he has like maggots and whatnot in his skin. So you see his uh, POV, and he's like taking this razor and just trying to cut out the maggots. And uh, it is it's such a up, yeah. an insane scene. So yeah, it's your typical sequel, '80s sequel, especially where yep. it's like take the original film, but we got a, a huge oh, yeah. budget now, and let's do all this crazy you, shit. You remember how much you like the uh, Pinhead? Well, I tell you what, we're going to give you like. Six more centibytes. It's going to be awesome. Remember right. how much you like that, like one bloody scene? Well, fuck that. We're going to throw you eighteen more bloody scenes. Well, don't they like yeah. travel in like hell or whatever? Oh yeah, it's they go to, to the yeah, labyrinth yeah. and like there's an insane scene where the guy who was running the asylum uh, becomes a centibyte, and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> so yeah, that's my forty-eight. I, I, uh, Ebert, like, uh, <laughs> R.I.P. Ebert. Yeah, but you fucked up. <laughs> Uh, my number 48 is from 1977. Maddie already spoke of this film, House. Um, Another J Horror, eh? Yeah, I. I <laughs> it's, 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 Japanese. <laughs> it's just batshit. Yeah, it's, it's like, awesome. That's, what, that's the first thing I wrote. Yeah. It's like imagination unhinged. It's just like cinema no longer has any rules. I can do whatever you, yep. uh, you want. But. It follows like pure cinema rules. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Like there is like a plot that you follow this. Uh, there's a plot through it, and, and and there's also like this isn't you know we were talking about Romar, Romero where it's haphazard how it's being shot. Mm. This is shot. You you think every setup is done exactly how this guy wanted? Oh it. yeah. Um, it's did all, he do anything else after? after so that? barely anything else. But mm. he's got a new. He had a new movie out the. Uh, a couple years ago that's supposed to be good. Hmm. Uh, Hannah Gatami uh, that I've had on my, I've had on my watch list but is not of you know super easy to, to see but it's supposed to be really great. He made a few other movies but they never I think had the same sort of audience and he, I don't think he ever had the same sort of budget yeah uh, that he got well, with this. This is like his first movie too. He was like a commercial guy Commercials, for a while. yeah. He did some art films on the side. It's but. almost if like it's got Raimi and Dante yeah. but if they if he was taken to extremes those guys would never be like well I can't sh- yeah, I'll never get any funding to do this. Um, so y- you hear the word insanity and you think, well, that's just pure sloppy nonsense. Commercial is like putting that background out yeah. there makes sense because it's shot with that precision. Mm-hmm. And it, it looks like it could be a commercial for a soft drink 
or commercial for a retirement home or commercial for yeah, it, it a does thousand have that. things. Yeah. Now that you guys brought that up, it does yeah. have that like crazy, some of those, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Japanese commercials you that see sheen. that are like fucking insane. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I've, I've loved this movie since I first saw I remember watching it. I think I talked about this when I, I watched it for Shocktober the other year mm-hmm. and I watched it the first night and then I watched it again the next day. You could do this because like, there were so many scenes you're like, did I did I see what I thought I saw? That was exactly it. And like, then there's no way. Maybe I was a little bit like drunk. Maybe I had a few too many tokes. And like, you're like, oh no, this is this is exactly what, what it is. I saw. Okay, so my number forty eight, bastard, <laughs> In- bastard. <laughs> Bastard! <laughs> this is 48, eh? Uh, directed oh. by uh, Picuro Simon, who actually directed Slugs. This is the Spanish Jalo slasher classic from 1982 pieces. Uh, you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Oh, um, and this is a much more fun film than that Yeah, film this is, is definitely a fun film. Uh, this film opens up. You have a young boy. He's doing this pornographic puzzle. His mom comes and gives, her, gives him shit. So he murders her and then yep. hides. And then we cut to 40 years later and someone is going around killing people on a campus and stealing their body parts to create that model from the, uh, the puzzle. puzzle. <laughs> uh, we got Christopher and Linda Day George in here, who I love. Lots of gratuitous nudity. Yep. Insane bloody kills. There's a, a there's a, a kill on the waterbed, which is amazing, uh, where it's like he's slaughtering it, and then all the blood is mixing him with all the water. Shooting out. Um, I, I love the scene, and it's such a stupid movie, too. When yeah. he gets on the elevator, and he's hiding the chainsaw behind <laughs> his back, and it's like she doesn't notice. Um, this movie is just like it has so many quirky characters and, and bad dialogue, but awesome dialogue. One scene that makes no sense in this is there's this guy who's like stalking this girl. And like I guess he, she kicks him in the gut, and he's like, "Oh, I had some bad sushi," and he just runs off. Like, yeah, it makes no sense. I've seen this, <laughs> yeah. so I've never yeah. seen this movie, but I've seen that scene. I think we've watched it once when we were drinking or something. Like, I, a, well, I know I used to have these like uh, movie parties at like a uh, prospect. Like, come on over, we're gonna drink some beer. So maybe I, I that scene in the or something when we that scene in the bastard scene are like famous, like they're huge. This is, I think, Eli Ross' favorite film. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, so that's yeah. why you you. you you had this in your oh, top got, ten, yeah. but you heard of Eli Roth yeah. like this too, and you just had to <laughs> yeah, I did dump not it down. Um, no, yeah, yeah, that scene. I think, yeah, I think she thinks it's a murderer because someone's following her, and then the guy jumps out, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, that's my kung fu professor." And it's like, <laughs> "What?" It's completely random. There's just great. Di- there's a great dialogue where she's like, "Have you ever been in a waterbed? The most beautiful thing in the world is smoking pot and fucking in a waterbed <laughs> at the same time." <laughs> Uh, yeah, this movie is just uh, what's his name, Bluto. Uh, what's the actor's name? Um, Paul L. Smith, who did like Dune and stuff like that. He who play, he played Bluto in the Popeye film. He's yeah. in this as like the caretaker. I thought you were talking about Belushi. <laughs> yeah, no. I thought so too. Actually, and I was like, what? No, but this guy just like the whole film. He looks guilty. He's carrying a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make it look like it's him. He's always like for no apparent reason, just watching women doing these strange faces, yeah. and it, it's. It's the the acting is just like abysmal, insane, and makes abysmal. the dialogue makes zero sense at times. It's just so great and so fun. Like yeah. this is a movie you put on for an hour and a half. You're you're, you're gonna have blast. a fucking great time for that hour and a half. Again, another perfect beer. Yeah, do not watch this movie alone. Uh, go <laughs> have some beers with your buddies. You're gonna love this if you do. It's yeah. It's yeah. But, but again, like as a slasher, have I seen this? 
I feel we have, but maybe not. <laughs> movie night, maybe. I feel we get some beers. We'll uh, watch yeah. some movies. Because it's all sounding familiar now, and I'm like, yeah. I thought I hadn't seen this. I, I know we watched it. Uh, we had a party, and we watched it like uh, Prospect Street, but I don't know if you were there, if it was just like... Maybe I was there. There's people. a lot of like, because all the kills are with the chainsaw. The, so the yeah. aftermath scenes are great too. Like they, they go in the room and the whole room's covered in blood and body yeah. parts everywhere. And the killer is a great look. He's kind of got the jalo look where he's got like the black trench coat and the black mm. top hat. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like, it's like, it's like this guy saw Argento's films and was like, I can do that, but I did slugs. So you're getting like, <laughs> you're getting that guy yeah. making a film and he just doesn't give a fuck. And he's doing like, well, I want this to be crazy and fun. Um, it, it's yeah, it's it's a blast. Um, it yeah. is it is a zany blast. Like, forty eight for me as pieces. Uh, forty seven. Uh, this is a classic. Probably, well, they're all pretty classics. A Nightmare on Elm Street from uh, eighty four. Yeah, I love the look of Freddy Krueger. I think this is probably the best of the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Right. After watching it again, like this is really good. Uh, part three is really good, and I remember really enjoying uh, Freddy's Dead. But this one is the only one that's actually like spooky and scary, and you actually uh, part two feel for these kids. <laughs> part think, two, I think it's it's oh you thought scary, so? Yeah. No, I thought like this one's the only one that felt like an actual yeah. nightmare. Hmm. Like when the uh, girl who gets killed by getting dragged up the uh, wall, and uh, you know the uh, first kill that happens yeah. in this one, hmm. when she's actually having that nightmare, it is so like a uh, spooky in a way that you don't think. Of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Anyway, yeah. yeah, I really dig this movie. I, I like. I I yeah. uh, I uh, don't have this on yeah, my list. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'd be surprised I, if you guys did. Actually, I actually like, revisited I part yeah. one and three recently for this list, yeah. thinking, you know, I, I'm not the biggest Wes Craven fan like other yeah. people. No, we think he's a hack. We've talked about. I don't this know. I don't. Movie. I don't think he's a hack, but I don't love him as much as everyone else. But I thought, like, we agreed, yeah. all three of us. Yeah. Wes Craven, R.I.P. is yeah. a hack. I thought these films wouldn't be high up, but I thought they would have snuck in the hundred. And yeah, I just, oh, I don't know. They just, threw, I think uh, Heather Langenkamp is like so such a terrible actress in this, and everyone like seems to like her. I think she's so bad in this. I think in this one, she's actually great. Like whatever really? you do, don't fall. Like I get she was actually a young like sixteen year old actress since like her first movie. But yeah, I don't know. I I had a lot of issues revisiting. I will say like I I think think Freddy Krueger is iconic. Yeah. Like I think it's it's, I think it's a very creative, like you know, it's a great idea. The special effects are cool. Like when he uh, lights himself on fire and he's walking up the stairs and you see like the uh, flaming footprints. I thought I think yeah, I I just didn't care. Yeah, about who really? about them because they just were all kind of bad. Like even Johnny Johnny Depp's fine, but he's not like. Yeah, he's not memorable. He's not memorable. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. Like, that's a problem. Like when you watch a Friday, yeah, 13th, he's not quirky. Like he later they're becomes. not fun even characters. Like the, the girl who like dies like. She's and even there's that cool scene with the body bag being dragged through the hall. Like, yeah, that's there's, I think that's dope. the thing. There's great yeah. sequences, but like. Yeah, even the scene in the bathtub. Other than um, uh, yeah, Robert England, who's yeah. fantastic. Everyone else is kind of like meh. I don't care about these. What was the uh, dad? Uh, Saxton. Yeah, but even Saxton's boring in that. Like, oh, no, I thought he was kind of dope. I, th- yeah. th- I thought they kind of did nothing with him. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, I think most people agree with you. I think people are going to yeah. be surprised if yeah. you don't have it. So, um, and and here's one that maybe people will think is low on my list, but I don't know if I'll see it on yours. I, I we're getting to that point where yeah, you never know. We don't know from 1968. George Romero's. Romero. 
<laughs> who is this Romaro? Romaro. <laughs> Tony Romaro. <laughs> who is this Romaro? I was thinking everyone of? loves Romano. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought I would go dramatic there yeah. and it didn't work. It really backfired. Uh, Night of the Living Dead. Oh, nice. Um, you know what? I It's not on my list, which it was on my top 50. I really enjoyed this movie, but I, yeah. it didn't. Yeah. Is it on yours, Maddie? It hurt me not uh, to put it on. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. We'll it, talk about Which is weird because I don't think you had it on your last top 15. I did. I did. You had the remake on your last. Maybe that's why I'm the, uh, not to give anything away, but we'll talk about this I thought later. you heard her talk about the remake, no? <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, I think you <laughs> did. You talked about the remake. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is on my list. <laughs> <laughs> this is not on your list. So this. <laughs> not here, drunk. Go yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, I don't even remember. Like, I were both. I'm calling him Murrow. Oh, yeah, I did. It's 65 on my list. So. This is, Damn. but this is the, a different movie. Oh yeah, I know, but yeah. <laughs> Again, I, mean, I think the problem I, I have with this, suspense. and we talked about it, it's is one the character. Lead actress, yeah, but, but uh, Dwayne, uh, Dwayne, Dwayne Jones, Jones is, is amazing, yeah, incredible, so young. good. And I, I don't have a problem with anybody else. Even the there's yeah, a little bit of hackiness, yeah. but yeah, she was Barbara's terrible. Mm-hmm. She's terribly written. It's yeah. it, 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 it's a it's a major issue with the movie. The thing that when I was going through this and I was watching some clips online, everything else about this movie is fucking dope. Yeah. Everything else is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, the zombies are cool. The black and white photography looks amazing. The subtext is like rich and, and full. It still like resonates now. Um, is this the original film too to be like trapped in the one small location? Yeah, I, I think yeah. so. And I was talking to our, our good friend, Jordan Mitchell, who loves this movie, and mm. and he, he the first thing he was like, oh, like is Night of the Living Dead like in your top ten or yeah. like, and I was like, oh, I don't think it's I I, I it'd probably make my list, and you, I could see like him being like, what the Whoa, fuck huh? is wrong with you? So I, I I knew I didn't have time to rewatch, hmm. but I just went in and I just watched a bunch of clips clips, yeah. and I went okay, so I've I've been devaluing this because one per- character drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. But she's a the major yeah. I thought character. when you watched Unstarktober, you didn't love it because I yeah. Well, I gave, I think yeah. I gave it eight point oh, wow, five okay. or something yeah, like still yeah yeah like great. I, that movie's it's great awesome. yeah. And and she's the main character, but there's a lot more going on. Like there's yeah. no main character. There's a bunch of characters. Well, yeah. this, right? I, I think like she she starts off as lead, but I think once she gets a house, she doesn't do anything. It's all yeah. Dwayne Jones. He's the guy that does all the talking. And I she actually just don't kinda, mind when she's in the fucking car and like. You know, yeah. I, there's there's I think it's a poorly written character, but I'm this is crazy. Out of three yeah. top hundred lists, I'm the only one that's gonna have this, Night this, Living. This death. was a pain to leave off, and like, yeah, I thought for sure it was at least even top fifty for me. But when I started putting together my list again, I, and I, I had rewatched it somewhat recently, and I remember and really enjoying it, but then having you know things about it. Maybe I've just seen it too much. I don't know. Yeah, it's one of them things that like you've watched it so much, like all right, it's cool. I'm not excited to watch it ever again. Well, and again, it's you know been kind of like, copied a billion times. I mean, even it's it, been remade like ten times. But what's crazy about it, it? This was, this was a thing on my last rewatch that struck me, and why I think I gave it, like even though I had some issues, I gave it such yeah. a high rating. It's been done. Zombies have been done a million times. There's nothing like this movie. Yeah, there's nothing like this movie still. 
Except for again, though the ten remakes, they they don't they're not like that movie. Mm. There's there's no element that actually yeah. feels like that movie. Even like the black and white work very well for this movie. It's nice, totally kinda stark. It kind of almost has like like a look at a newspaper. And there's there's elements that are are taking from 1950s kind of horror movies as mm. well that you don't get in other zombie movies. Yeah, they're very placed in you know the 80s, 90s. That seems to be the not the look and the feel. Where this is still the look and the feel is the fifties with the subtext that's modern and and, mm. and 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 right on. Anyways, yeah, I, I do love the the black and white photography. That one, it's, it's a great one. To great watch end, October. great end. Oh, yeah. perfect ending. Yeah, yeah. There, there's again that that's a, that hurt me to leave off, and maybe I'll regret it. Hate mail. Yeah. <laughs> Hate mail's coming. Uh, I, I know. I love how I have like slugs and. Yeah, 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 yeah. Grizzly in, in and pieces in here. But yeah, when people yeah. see some of the big emissions on my list, they're gonna really have a heart attack. That's a big emission. Yeah, I've yeah. There's probably even bigger ones. Um. Anyways, my number forty-seven from 2015. Uh, I like to call this the Tammy pick. Oh, from oh, Michael uh, Doherty Krampus. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know. I love this. Tammy pick. Yeah. <laughs> she's gonna hear this from Kenneth. We're gonna yeah. be the part. She's like. Kyle said this is your Tammy pick. I don't even care about that movie. Why does it care? Well, I think because you brought it up that like <laughs> she gave you shit to even even think about even putting it on your top twenty five of the decade. Um, this is a movie though. I people are, are joining. The so club. this is your only. I'm. I'm. This was your number one of the decade. Yeah. Is this De- your, yeah. This it, decade. Did it change? Only. Nope. This is my only from the... This is your only from the last decade. Wow. I don't like the last decade, yeah. I know. I, mean, I think I thought I made it pretty clear on that episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm not, yeah, I'm not into a lot of modern uh, horror films. Uh, I've kind of stated my reason why, and this film, I think, is against a lot of those modern films, which is why I love it. It feels kind of like an 80s film. But, uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of people are kind of coming my way where it's like people... Are, every, when this first came out, everyone's like, yeah, it was, it's not trick-or-treat. But I think slowly the, the fan base is getting bigger and bigger. Every year you're seeing more and more merch at like yeah, the, I, I, the yeah. Halloween stores. I dig stores. this movie. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And I loved it in the theater as well. Yeah, But, yeah, I, I just... I remember when it first came out, I, I felt like, you know, I was one of the few that were... was you know, pr- supporting it. Except for all um, of us. Yeah. I was well, I guess, I guess, well, I guess, I guess, Every single person in this room. I guess us three are the and minorities. Now, now I, I, I will say it's not on yeah. my my list of top 100 horror. Okay. Yeah, I don't think. Actually, it was this close, actually, to making top 100. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'm a sucker, if anyone knows, for holiday films. Yeah. This is a Christmas film, which I love Christmas horror. Uh, I think it's got Loves a great- Loves Family Day movies. <laughs> I do like Family Day movies. It's got a great cast. You got Adam Scott in there, Tony Collette, yeah. uh, David, is it Cockner? Co- Co- Cockner? Cockner. Who is, is great in this. Yeah. Allison Tolman. There's a, and a bunch of other people that you recognize. Mm-hmm. Allison Tolman, yeah, she's great in this. Um, it's just it's that perfect where it's got that family that's bickering, but you kind of see that you, yeah. there's some love there still. Not much though. Um, this one. But but it's about getting that 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 it's about the emotional Bringing journey of this family exactly. Mm. Uh, like right away it opens up. You got the slow motion of what Christmas is still had people, which is Black Friday shopping Everyone, like, and everyone's killing each, each other. Um, I think the atmosphere is very cool in this one. It has mm. like kind of the snow apocalypse. Yeah, they're trapped uh, in the house kind of deal. And, but even like when they leave outside, like once that yeah. blizzard starts, like you're it's stuck. deserted and it's. Yeah. And and even when Krampus, I know a lot of people have a problem with Krampus because they wanted to see Krampus. Mm. I kind of am fine with the mystery behind it, where you never really get a good look at it. Like you, you see in the background, you, yeah. Like what's surround sound? I don't know if you yeah. guys saw this in theaters. I did. Yeah. 
fucking the, the, hearing the sound of him on the yeah. roofs was scary. And you don't need cramps because you have all these other no. great monsters to well, exactly. keep you filled. I, up. I'm just gonna say yeah. I think Dolory is yeah. the fucking king of creature design, at least yeah. of the past 10, 20 years. Yep. You look at Trick or Treat. You look at this, like the the elves, the designs they have yeah. with all the creepy masks, the yeah. snow, even the snowman that I wish yeah. did something. They do nothing, but they look fucking creepy. Yeah. All the toys that come to life are amazing. Jack and then the you box. have the kind of fun. It, 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 I guess they're kind of CGI, which I, I wish they weren't, but the CGI kind of gingerbread man, kind of yeah. gremlin-esque gingerbread man, it's still fun, even though it's kind of the one yeah. moment that is kind of bad CGI. It did remind me of something out of like a Shrek. Am I the only one yeah. like this? Yeah, that, that's, probably, yeah. that's probably like one of my yeah. my like low points of this yeah. movie as well. I, I, I know, I like them. I think this film just has that perfect blend though. Like it's not, it definitely has a lot of funny moments. It's mm-hmm. mostly the banter between the family. But I think there are some scary moments mm-hmm. in there. Like, yeah, I, I, I you agree. Know. Yeah, and and then you also have the the homage to like the Rankin and Bass with the stop motion. Yeah. I think there's just this film just kind of is stands on its own. And again, compared to all the other stuff that's come out in the past ten years, there's nothing really like it. And even comparing it to '80s films, I think it is kind of stands on its mm-hmm. own. I love the finale, which again, I know. I think some people have problems with that. I don't fucking care. But I, I like the finale. I think it's interesting. I think it, it I yeah. like I like finales that kind of leave it up to you to Ambiguous. decide. Is this a good ending yeah. or is this a bad ending? We don't really know. And it's up to you to kind of put that together. And I kind of love that this is where where Sam is like, um, he's the, the character of Halloween. And if you mess with the traditions, he's going to come and get you. Yeah. This is kind of like, well, if you're, you know, a terrible person, well, Krampus is always watching yeah. and he's going to come down on you if you're, you know, a terrible uh, person to your family. Can't so. wait till he does St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it'd be like Leprechaun too. Yeah. <laughs> like a relaunch of Leprechaun again. And, and the other thing is too, like the hopelessness of the situation, like as it goes on. Arbor Day is the next holiday. <laughs> <laughs> but as it goes on, like the family just keeps on getting fucked more and more yeah. and they're getting taken and you're like, how were they going to survive? And we've already seen this many people die and... Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's just uh, a fun. Yeah. I, I I do almost even though again I think it's the fan base definitely growing over the years. I mean now you can go to Spirit and get a life size animatronic for four hundred bucks. Krampus, and they're coming out with a UHD Scream Factory is releasing a Naughty Cut, which is interesting. That's gonna oh, have some is extra that the one bits. Yeah, four K. Yeah, so yeah. I, I never even knew there was an alternate cut. So I guess they had he had some stuff that the man cut out. It might just be like extra swear Krampus, words. Or something. No, I think it's just Krampus' dick. Like, yeah. oh, oh, oh. he's like dangling down like the chimney yeah. hut, like a little uh, little purple helmet. He finally there. reveals himself, but yeah. it's not his ma- uh, yeah. What's underneath the mask? It's what's underneath the coat. Uh, I'd watch that, but um, yeah. Anyways, I, I think it's a, a fun. A fun uh, modern horror film, which I is called Krampus. <laughs> I think that's the most you spoke about any of these yeah. films on the list. Oh, okay. It so. Well, it, I think it's a film that you guys know. One. Well, a lot of these you guys fucking don't appreciate films like <laughs> Slugs and shit. I don't know if you guys have even seen half these films. So, anyways, <laughs> I, uh, this is me defending it to Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> He's having these imaginary arguments which, in his head, <laughs> which which you, you guys no. have never spoken yeah. about. No, I, yeah, we'll ha- we'll have to bring it up on I, I'll, I'll watch it on uh, Christmas. Uh, Christmas this year, Christmas I, morning. I, I'll just say I only know. From you, because you'll come in and be like, Tammy fucking hated that film. <laughs> well, well, yeah, that's true. But this was one where I remember showing her my, like, Like, list. she was appalled by it. Uh, it was like, Krampus? 
You're put. You're considering which, Krampus. Krampus which, is so fucking bad. Which, what did you know? Like I could see the gingerbread is kind we, of the corny we moment. We didn't get into it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I, I do now think talked he, about. He, he's trying to save his marriage here by not like offending <laughs> Tammy and uh, defending Krampus. Because oh, I, I do feel like like. Yeah. There are some scary moments in there. I think the gingerbread man. I could see taking people out because I thought very when we saw it in the theater, she liked it. But uh, yeah. I guess I was mistaken. Mm. Hmm. Anyways, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to her about it at uh, horror trivia. <laughs> Maddie, you're number forty six uh, from nineteen seventy eight. I think we've all talked about this invasion of the body snatchers. Actually, me and you have only talked about this. Mm. Yeah. I was thinking about this. I think this has one of the best cameos I've ever seen in uh, a Robert movie. Duvall. Yeah, Robert Duvall as a priest is the uh, best cameo. So, <laughs> should, I, should I pull up my uh, my review? Yeah. Have you re- have you guys seen my review of of Invasion of the Body Snatchers? <laughs> you said about the Catholic Church here. Uh... Yeah, so this is my review. Uh, Robert Duvall's uncredited appearance as the priest on the swing is this thinly veiled uh, <laughs> supposition that everything that's wrong in the world is the Catholic Church's fault. <laughs> Even pods from outer space is taking o- that that are taking over humanity. Yeah, there are no small roles, people. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. <laughs> uh, no, it was not <laughs> Duvall. <laughs> it was like uh, with Kevin McCarthy, like, they're coming for you. Yeah, and yeah. He pretty yeah. much plays the guy at the end of the first one. It, you know, it's, it's, that's amazing, actually. And even that scene where, like... <laughs> I love that I just thought of Robert yeah. Duvall because I'm hooked on, like, why the fuck is he on a swing? It seems weird, right? Yeah. Because he's a, probably a name at this point. Oh, yeah. He's a big name. Yeah. Like weird. was he yeah. just like visiting his buddy on set? Yeah, I, possibly. I think I think maybe it's Kaufman actually that he was friends with. Okay, the uh, actual director. Yeah, yeah, that makes. Yeah. Anyways, sure. That scene with the uh, Kevin McCarthy where he's like uh, running through the street and like uh, pl- Donald Sutherland is like, I should probably what what's what's going on? We should probably help him, but it's yeah. too late. They've already like got him and something's up. <laughs> it's it 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 connects the two films mm-hmm. and. And I struggled with at one point on my list yeah. they were n- next to each other because I love them for yeah. different reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think the seventies film personally, yeah, is on a whole other level. And, and what what's what's crazy though is is so I always had the seventies version a- ahead of this one. Yeah, most have it the other way around. Really. Um, you know what? It could flip flop, but this one because the think other is a bit more. Um, well, there's more depth to this yeah. one, but the other one is like perfect economics of movie yeah. making. Like you just fucking you're in, you're in. Let's go. This yeah, is what's happening next. Going, going, boom, going. boom. This one isn't playing that, but why I appreciate this one more is because of that. It's not trying mm-hmm. to recreate the other movie. It's it's truly like taking a concept and bounding in its own yeah. direction of its own time. On mm-hmm. Letterboxd, not that that yeah. <laughs> is the end all be all, be all end all, but uh, the 78 version actually is 0.1 higher of an average rating. I, I guess uh, it was just lists of like some yeah. of these like bigger. Yeah. Well, I think what no, it is is like Invasion of Snatch, Body Snatchers from, it's from the 50s, right? Like that film stands above a lot of like everything else that was coming on the fifties. Mm-hmm. Whereas the seventies, most people consider the greatest decade of horror, and there's so much shit. So like this film, as amazing it is, I could see it getting lost to some people. Whereas like in the fifties, that and really I think stands. Some out people that like the fifties version hate this version or dislike this version because it it doesn't 
follow the uh it, it's the opposite it's not economical at all mm-hmm. it, it has it's weird sprawling. tangent it's yeah. sprawling Which is th- i think is why i love it it has same, those, same those reason i'm drawing out kind of quiet moments uh, i i love it. It, it like i could see that one but i could also see the other one moving they're yeah. both fantastic movies yeah. the reason why they're both on my list this is getting a 4k release by the way awesome I'm pretty yeah. excited for it and even like the special effects for the 1970s it's fucking insane right yeah they're great yeah. all the Plants look fantastic. Uh, and some, so, that like, rain scene in the beginning where you see like this like slime just kind of... Oh, yeah. Why does even love like awesome. the beginning for, before the stuff yeah. goes down? It's just Sutherland giving the uh, restaurant shit. shit for literally it's, it's, finding it's, the rat it's, shit it's in there. It's the- a rat <laughs> shit. It is a caper. If it's a caper, then you eat it. And then they fight. He comes out and starts. He is against the government yeah. and he is the government. Yeah. yeah. And... We didn't talk. We didn't talk about, but Jeff Goldblum. No, I talked about. Oh, Goldblum. did you? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh. Like he's fucking amazing in so many. Get, we didn't go yeah. into depth. Of I want to talk, we'll talk about Goldblum about later. the dog face man. By the way. Oh yeah. yeah. That one scene that's like, going to yeah. stick yeah. in your head no forever. Sense. Like, what is going? On? What the fuck's going on here? If you just saw that clip outside of this movie, you'd be like, I- I'm in. I want to watch yeah. this movie. Cool. Um, Adam. All right. From 1988. The Vanishing. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, so, this is one I just kept coming back mm-hmm. to, and yeah, I just, I just, I just love what it does. Like it's, it's, it's basically this, this story at where a girl goes missing and you don't know why she's gone missing or where she is, and her, her mm-hmm. boyfriend is trying to find her, um, but is is getting closer and closer to finding her. But you also get all the background. On what the killer did and how he prepared. How great is it with the uh, spiders when no. he gives his daughter? Oh, yeah. I, I thought about that. Like, what a crazy good idea. It's like, she's going to shriek. And if no one can hear this, he's not going to hear anything else. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm embarrassed to say I've only seen the remake with Keith or Sutherland. Oh, I, my. I, which I like. Uh, I've Jeff seen Bridges. it a couple times. Yeah. Isn't it Jeff Bridges? Yeah, Bridges. Isn't it Keith or Sutherland? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Jeff Bridges is the, the, the bad guy in it, though. Yeah. And it's Keith or Sutherland. Oh, it's the, the good guy. Right, right, right. Which I've completely <laughs> forgot. That movie is trash and is terrible and is like an Isn't affront it, it, to this movie. But it, it's still like a it disturbing cop, and downer. It cops out. Totally cops out. It sucks. Does it? Oh, yeah. I thought, no. Yeah. I thought his... I remember them no, being on still, par. It ends on a, a downer. Yeah, but it, it, it totally like sugarcoats uh, everything uh, and does... Yeah, it, it sucks. Right, all right. Like... If this is in my forties, the other vanishing is like two thousand. Okay, it's like then. it's that for me that bad uh, compare com, in comparison. Hmm. Um, it, it, there was definitely like Hollywood. The director, who, same director, and he wasn't able to recreate the same movie. He, he, there was tons, tons oh, of inter- interference, inter- interference, and. and uh, studios getting involved and actors wanting certain. A- well, at, at that point, you've already made this movie. Why does he want to make it again? That was his way into yeah. Hollywood. Well, that's yeah. that. That happens a lot. That yeah. isn't that what happened with um, uh, Desperado. No, but there, it's happened to like I think there's a couple. Usually, like a foreign director does a film and they'll bring him over to redirect it for Mary. It's, it's happened mm-hmm. to like I'm sure. Yeah, I think a handful of films yeah, in yeah. the past 10, 20 years. For sure. Anyways, the ending of this version. Is one of the best endings of any movie ever. I I don't even know if I remember this movie at all. Like I remember a few clip scenes, but uh, so I, I'm not going to get into it. Yeah, you have no, the no, Criterion no, no, Blue no, no, or no? no? I do. Mm. 
Yeah. Who, who directed this? It's George Slezier or yeah. something like that. They're originally French, right? Uh, it is, a, I think, German. No. What is this? I thought he is Swedish. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah, they're in France. Oh, okay. They're in France, but it's, it, I think it's uh, hmm. a Swedish couple. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I, so this is one that I'd watched a couple times, and I was looking at a bunch of stuff, and I didn't have time, and I just thought about this, and I saw a couple clips of, like, his preparation to get ready for this and the things he was willing to do to himself, and I was like, this is fucking awesome. The only reason it's not higher, I think, is a little bit the the middle part drags where you're waiting for some. It gets a little bit, like, standard mi- mystery yeah. for, for, a, for a second, you know, again, this is still probably like <laughs> top fifty. It's top fifty. It's unbelievable. But th- that's that's my only nitpick yeah. about this one. Uh, cool. you, yeah, you, yeah have to see it. it's not like not a great. I'll let pick, you but. know if it's better than the Keith or so version. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely English. not. Someone played the daughter in that. That's like uh, actress. Was it Natalie Portman or no? Well, it's yeah. not a daughter. It's his wife that gets. Abdu- but I think his uh, wife is someone. His wife is Sandra yeah. Bullock. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. So early Sandra Bullock. I actually, I have the um, Twilight Time did like a limited blue of it, but I, I haven't watched it since I picked yeah. it up like, five years ago. But. Yeah, I, I, I remember liking it. I haven't it, but, seen it in yeah. year. I, I I remember seeing it. Years but again, it's and probably one of those ago. films. If you have only seen that, you might enjoy it. But if you've seen the original, it's you know garbage, cabbage. So. It it's uh. Yeah, I remember finding it kind of shocking and disappointing. It's one of those films yeah. where you're like, "Oh, this is gonna oh wow." They, they like they, they they use some of the yeah. the same material, yeah. but it's so much more effective in in the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Uh, my number forty six, uh, another anthology for me, 1972's Tales from the Crypt, and nice. the oh, nice. Amicus classic. Uh, this opens up with my. Oh, sorry, so we already had an Amicus classic. No, but this is another Amicus. They made. They can all be classic. Dude, every anthology they put out is a classic. Okay, sorry, sorry. They could have all, honestly, <laughs> like maybe maybe one or two couldn't, but I, I could have easily put four or five of those on here. All right, no, I think I have three on here. Yeah. Because right? I had Dr. Terrors. Did I have it on there? Yeah. 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 Oh, no, I had Vault of Terror. Yeah. So this is my fourth. Yeah. Fourth? Fourth classic. Fourth, fourth, fourth Amicus anthology. I couldn't talk to them for a second. Uh, this one, though, includes my favorite segment of all time All Through the House? All through the house, which right. is this amazing. Um, who, who's the actress? Gladys Jones. Is it really? I think it might be. Uh, why did I not write this? Uh, so aside here. Yep. Because he's doing whatever. Yeah. Uh, so you guys did your best scenes, but you've never done your your ranking of. No, I do have it on. You have yours. Which, which is funny because there's I cheated because there's a film I have high up there and I will say it's not on my list. Spoiler. Oh. Ooh. Now for for you look up the information. Yeah. Yeah. It's Joan Collins. It's Joan, Joan Collins. Collins. Oh, Joan Collins. Right, yeah. right. No, I'm thinking of. Uh, never mind. Another <laughs> another segment. Uh, yeah, Joan Collins is the this yeah. Christmas one. So yeah, th- this is a great Christmas one. Again, I love my Christmas, my holiday horror. But uh, this is a, such a an, a great tale where she murders her husband on Christmas. Trying but then to this hide the body, trying to hide the body. But this uh, escaped convict is out there, and a Santa Claus is out there, but she can't call the cops because she has her dead husband here. Yeah, 
So what what a great idea, and, and it's yeah. fucking disturbing. And again, I know they did they remade it for the TV series, um, but I think this version works better. Where this guy just seems like a cra- like an old man, yeah. which I don't know. There's something about it makes it scarier for me. <laughs> who does who isn't creeped o- out by old men? Old, old people are creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but the, and there's something about like that mixing the Christmas music that is supposed to be this happy, cheerful with time. Like, yeah. With violence. Yeah, scenes. exactly. Anyways, that's a great one. I would say that the only weak segment of this one is Reflection of Death, which is just kind of like very basic. Like he dies and doesn't realize he's dead. But then you move on to Poetic Justice, which is fucking incredible, where Peter Cushing is a sweet old man. His wife recently passed away, so he spends his time playing with the kids. And he's got animals. And this fucking prick neighbor across the street for no reason, I think he just wants yeah. to be. Oh yeah, him. out of jealousy, I guess maybe because everyone likes kids like him. But he starts a smear campaign and just ruins this guy's life. First, he he uh, has his dogs taken away. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Then he makes him lose his job, and then finally he convinces the whole town that he's a pedophile, so no one allows their kids to come play with him, and eventually leads to his suicide. I won't spoil the rest of it, but it knowing Anabakis well. Anthology, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But it's so fucking sad and hard. Yeah, yeah and that one's that heartbreak. one. And what, what makes it even hit harder is Peter Cushing's wife had just died, like right before they shot this. They were like, Are you sure you want to film? And he's like, No, I'm gonna I need to do this just to keep my mind off yeah. things. So knowing that in mind, like that performance is just fucking heartbreaking. Chilling. That's one of those segments that like it almost works more on an emotional level, but then yeah. you know you're gonna get that amicus great revenge zinger, yeah. yeah, revenge story to make it all worth it. You have you wish you were here, which is this kind of funny, not fun, but fun take on the monkey's paw. Awesome, where it is cruel. every wish goes bad, and then the wife is trying to make it better, but every wish she does makes it even worse. Yeah. And that ending may be the one of the yeah. wor- most disturbing the endings of all endings. time. Yeah, and then you end on Blind Alley, which is another great segment where this ruthless uh, major takes over this blind home and starts running like how you'd run oh, an army, yeah. and like. Takes away the food portions, yeah. takes away the, the heat. heating. But him and his fucking dog are eating like steak or something, yeah. and these people bear, and people are dying of hypothermia and all this stuff. But again, knowing an amicus anthology, the blind people are going to get revenge in a horrible, fun way. You also have a great fun wraparound. Amicus was always great with the wraparounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is and reacharounds. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I heard. Um, anyways, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of anthologies, and this is one of the best. So. My number 45, it's another one that I feel bad having this high up, but I can't not put it in there. I love it so much. Death of Smoochie. It is a remake from 1999, The House on Haunted Hill. And I know this is on your other top. I know it's ridiculous. And I want to put it lower, but it's It's just so much fun. And like, It hits me in this weird way, like. So I haven't guy, seen this since it was in the theaters, yeah, and it, this is one of the movies that made me stop watching horror movies yeah, for a while. So I, it's so I, bizarre. I it. If someone said like, "Yeah, this movie's terrible," like, "Yeah, isn't it?" If someone said like, "This movie's amazing," be like, "Yeah, isn't it?" Like, I, it's just such a I, weird. I think it's a fun movie. film, and I think it like it knows what it's doing. Mm. Like, it's kind of having fun with that. Like, like Jeffrey Rush Jeffrey is trying Rush to do Vincent Price and like and, uh, J- Jansen. Uh, who's that girl from Famke uh, Jansen. Jansen? They are so good playing off each is other. Tom Wilson in this one. Pardon? No, but no, it's, that's, it's got that's the, the annoying guy from Roxbury. Chris Catan. Oh, Chris Catan yeah. is the. It's like. Isn't it like Tyrese? Like, it has like all those guys yeah. who were popular at that time. Uh, who is not. Um, I forget the cast name. I get him confused with Omar Epps the, all the time. He Mike Epps. Like, no, uh, who's the guy who's in Save the Last Dance? 
Der, uh, Derek, I don't know. Tay Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs. And Allie Larder's in there. And yeah, then, yeah. Anyways, like this is so late night. Yeah, I, I I've seen this it, once. It, it is like the perfect in, in maybe theaters. Like, like my high school. Like, I don't know what it is, but there's something great no, I, about I, it. I agree like, with you. Honestly, I just picked up the Blu-ray, mm. the collector's edition Blu-ray, and I didn't get a chance to revisit. But I was kind of like, this could maybe yeah. sneak. I, I don't think it would. And yeah. I remember I hate the, like the last ten minutes where it goes full CGI. Uh, yeah, it's so it's like that nineties bad CGI. They're in but, a tower or something. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's it, well, it's an interesting idea. Like it's them in an old um, uh, a, asylum. Yeah, an asylum that was run over by there was like a cruel doctor who was just torturing these inmates, and they overran him and they uh, burned the place down. Yeah, right. And there is a, a mogul who used to run these uh, amusement parks, and I guess he's having this party. If you can spend the night, you get a million dollars. And if anyone leaves, you get to split their million dollars. And therefore, hmm. but what happens, I guess the ghost changed it. So it was the uh, people who survived, all their descendants get invited to this house. So, so did you have the original yeah. on your list as well? Yeah, I did actually. Oh, so yeah. you did both. Okay. Yeah, I did, yeah. It's such a cool concept for a movie, I thought. And, it is a great yeah. concept. And I, I remember when you guys had the old podcast and you yeah. put this on your list and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. My friends with Maddie anymore. This movie stopped <laughs> me from you. watching. I, I would but, understand if we don't talk ever again. <laughs> but really, like you've had this twice now, yeah. so yeah. All right. uh, well, maybe we'll all, have yeah. you watched it recently, Maddie? Maybe we'll all throw it on for Shocktober. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it in like I, 10 I, years. I, I just bought the Blu-ray, oh, okay. so I haven't got a chance to revisit it. Yeah, let's uh, do a Shocktober mm-hmm. on it. Adam, you're number forty-five. Okay, so my number forty. Five is from 1983. David Cronenberg's Videodrome. Okay, awesome. So, yeah, just it's got the perfect James sleazy James, James Woods. Woods, like <laughs> yeah. skeevy, sleazy, whatever you want to say. Guy. But and it it does go pretty like into all. It's it's very Cronenberg doing mm. Cronenberg, oh, right? For like sure. Oh. Oh, nice one, Kyle. Open up my two percent here, oh, boy. <laughs> Um. Yeah, like you, you get all the stuff you love about Cronenberg, but you probably also get a little bit more surrealism. Oh, it's, it's insane. Yeah, that like he's di- try to explain the plot of this in yeah. like less than like a, an essay. Not even gonna come <laughs> yeah. close. Like you could talk about him being owning this like trashy yeah. television network that kind of yeah. reminds me of City TV. Yep, I could see that. Yeah, it does have that. I don't know. There's something about it, that Canadian. Station. We need to push the envelope. <laughs> push the envelope. And you get that opening scene where he's on a talk, like a talk show with uh, uh, Debbie Harry, and mm. and and she's like the feminist, and he's just saying all the sleazy stuff, and he's picking her up on the air, and you're like, <laughs> what, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? And then you, then it gets even kinkier. Yeah, like yeah, like it just yeah. keeps going and going mm. and going. That's uh, a weird fucking film. It is. Oh, a weird, it it's good, is though. like I, I try to explain like the. Uh, Pussy in his chest where he hides a gun yeah. and uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's Cronenberg being yeah. his most Cronenberg, yeah, yeah. like his most. Even if you had ten minutes in clips to explain what's going on in this movie, you could not. No, I I, th- I think it actually you, you like Kyle just said it. Yeah. What's the most Cronenberg movie yep. of Cronenberg? Not the best Cronenberg. No, no, what's the most, the most yeah, Cronenberg? This, this, this is the yeah, most Cronenberg for yeah. sure. Um, so it's a film that ended. Yeah. I had to like read up and like try to make. Sure that I yeah, knew everything. Yeah, heads and tails of it. Yeah. 
But again, even if you don't pay attention, who cares? They're, what you're seeing is insane. Like the, he's the, uh, the gun that's like formed yeah. um, oh, out yeah. of the hand yeah. and that like shoots cancer bullets. Was that what, what did they do? <laughs> yeah, I think there's something like yeah. that in there. Yeah, and it's 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 one of those. I don't know, like he's he's built up to this point, right? He's mm. done all the low budget stuff where he's mm. exceeded expectations, where you're yep. going back to the seventies stuff with Rabbit and yeah. and, and, and brood the uh, the brood, which just missed my list. Mm. Um and, and, and scanners, and now he's got real money. Is this the first Cronenberg on our list? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he's done yeah. too many He's done a yeah or no he has done a lot of horror actually yeah, yeah what are you talking yeah, about yeah, he's like, he is uh, but I mean like horror, yeah. there's a lot of like big ones that hit, considered his his classics that aren't horror like what? what's the one with the twins I don't think I'd consider oh that Dead Ringer yeah, yeah I, c- I yeah, consider that, that horror, horror. yeah hmm. yeah I totally consider yeah. that horror it's yeah like, this is this close to making my list but again if it was a bit more if I could understand the plot more yeah he's, he's going off but yeah. like if you look at it he's made yeah. Shivers, S- scanners, the brood, shivers, yeah, rabid, yeah. you know, like this is that's the, his foundation is yeah, is is horror movies for mm-hmm. sure. Um, there'll be more Cronenberg oh, yeah, on my something list. That like uh is like the uh, base of horror movies as far as I'm saying that we'll talk about later. Uh, cool. Uh, my number only cool. That was great. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I I revisited that. I think it might be on my list. I liked it. I didn't. I, I same thing with Maddie. There's just something that's missing in it for me. But uh, it is a, a weird film. Uh, by the way, this Radler is four percent. I got tricked. It's oh, double. No, it's gonna hit me I hard. Be now. Okay, moose, it's a Moosehead Radler. <laughs> I'm drunk already. Usually they're like two be. two point five. Yeah, yeah. but you can't go biking on a Moosehead no, Radler. No, this no, is no. a they the, tricked me. You e-bike <laughs> on a Moosehead Radler. <laughs> Uh, so my number 45, Maddie's already talked about it. We're getting a lot of repeats here. Um, but yeah, and one Finally. that Adam won't have, uh, Exorcist 3 from oh, 1990. I had this on my list. Did you? Jesus Christ, pay attention. So this is the first, is this the first film we've all had, right? Yeah. Have you had this on your list already? That's what I'm wondering. I'm going back to look, so I remember. So I had this on my oh, goddamn list. so maybe list. it's you. I know. I thought Maddie had it too. So maybe this could be. If Maddie had it, this might be our first. Uh, we don't have anything on all three of our. No, lists this yet. would be our first. If Maddie has it, if can, can we f- go back? If we can find a script in his notes. Yeah, yeah, keep talking. Anyways, keep talking. talk about um, X three. So yeah, this this is a great movie directed and written by William Peter Blatty, who wrote the original Exorcist. He was unhappy with what they did with Exorcist Two: Heretic, so he kind of took over, ignored that film, and did a sequel to the first film. Uh, George C. Scott takes over the detective role because the other actor, I can't remember his name, but he he passed away. Um, We got Brad Dourif in here. Uh, Yeah, this is just like an eerie, foreboding nature throughout the whole Mm. film. Even like the deaths that you only get glimpses of or you hear about are fucking disturbing. Like what happened to the kid? not on my list yet. Oh, okay. So it was Adam. (laughs) Okay. So I'm spoiling, I guess. Yeah. Well, the wait, well, we'll, we'll see. But there's still no movie that's appeared no. on all three of our lists. Uh, I, I think it has some genuine scares, uh, including arguably the greatest, greatest jump, jump scare, scare of, of all, all time. time. Yep. Uh, the banter between George C. Scott and uh, Ed Flanders, the priest, is they so are so charming. Oh, it, it's infectious. Just yeah. I just wanted I could just watch like a yeah. sitcom with these two guys. If Did they were you watch alive. this in England? 
Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. With uh, all of us. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it was a great, uh, like, it was a experience. great experience. Yeah, but it was it was on DVD or VHS. It was a weird. Like we shouldn't have watched it. It was on. on it was on DVD. Yeah, but the TV was a bit smaller. Something that we small. Sh- yeah. yeah, every everything was small. TVs yeah. are small there. Everything yeah. was small. But we're all kind of like huddled around. Yeah. It was like going back in time. It really was. We were all like sleeping in like the living room. Yeah, all, like, with our PJs and our because we bags. we had just fucking rock and rolled yeah. so hard for like five yeah. nights. Sorry yeah. to take over this yeah. from you, Kyle. But we rock and rolled hard <laughs> for five nights, and it was like. Uh, do you do you guys want to see one of my favorite like movies of all time? And he was like Exorcist Three. Yeah. I got, said I got excited. Uh, David, the guy's oh, the, guy, the record yeah. label guy, yeah. and 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 I was like Exorcist Three. Fuck you, Exorcist Three. I don't want to watch. I, like, I got excited. Like fucking hey, let's do it. <laughs> uh, so so we but we're exhausted at this point. We we played three shows already, yeah. and uh, in 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 three nights, and so we're watching Exorcist Three. And I think Exorcist Three is incredible. Oh, I haven't watched awesome. Exorcist since, since I was a teenager, and it, it, it is it is up to that caliber of the other movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do. I, I think it's underrated, and I think again it has grown a fan base over the years. Mm. But I think even when you mean you started like watched and were like, wow, this is actually a good movie. Like I don't think it had that fan base then. Mm-hmm. I mean, now it's got the Scream Factory cut, yeah. and you know. The, the big collectorization with the Legion cut and everything. There wasn't but, that shit. We didn't watch no. the first time. Like, I've seen better cuts since yeah. of this, but when we watched it, it was, I, like, raggedy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for, for anyone that doesn't know, it's about pretty much the Gemini killer. Yeah. Um, what happens to the father in the first one. Yeah. Essentially his story. And, um, yeah, exactly. It's the demon entity from the first film is tying into the Gemini killer. Uh, Brad... Dureff is fucking phenomenal in this. That's yeah. George C. Scott in the, is in this phenomenal in, in this. Is so fucking good. I think Brad Dorf, you see this like, wow, he's a good Brad, actor. Brad Dorf's one of the most underrated actors. I was thinking yeah. about this. Yeah. Like even watching him like do like the voice of Chucky, like he's really good. Watching him play Doc uh Oh, in, in Dead in Deadwood. Dead Dead well, so I'm even gonna throw out yeah. I think that they suck, but the Rob Zombie Halloween films he's I think great in those movies great too. Yeah. Yeah. Um but the reason the film's not higher, I do Rewatching it, I thought it would have been higher up on my list. I think it originally was before. It is a messy film. Yeah, I like, mean, you can yeah. totally tell that there is a lot of studio intervention. Yeah, the, the whole the everyone knows the, the the story where it was just supposed to be called Legion, yeah. and it didn't have any exorcism in it. But yeah. they said no, you got to call it Exorcist Three, and that's like, but that doesn't make sense. There is no exorcism in it. Yeah, and that's like, well, you got to put that in it. Yeah, so like, there's this bit. priest that. You don't like. There's <laughs> he, nothing about this he guy. Just he comes just comes in. He just shows up at the end. He's fodder. And there's a whole exorcism scene. Mm. It's like, what's going on? And then there's like this crazy gore, and his face is ripping mm. off. He's attached to the wall. And it's like it feels totally out of place from the rest of the film. Yeah. But it's still kind of cool. But yeah. yeah, like it. It is a very watching it again. Like I noticed, it's a messy film, but the elements that are great in it are so fucking good. Yeah, like there, there is. Gr- I think this movie. If it wasn't interfered with so much, mm-hmm. potentially for me is better than the original. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They, you can you yeah. can scream factory does include the Legion cut on it doesn't, there. But I don't think the Legion cut gets there, but like I think from the beginning, yeah, there's the Exorcist hangs over this right 
uh, and and you never get yeah. that. But some of the stuff in this I enjoy more yeah. than the original. Even that one thing where you talk about the kid being killed, like this guy's yeah. a twelve year old boy. I know they decapitate him and they kind of draw his face in, like Al Johnson from the Jazz Singer, and like put the Christ head from the statue on his body. Like that's fucked up. But they don't show it; they just yeah. tell you about yeah. it. Yeah, I think you get a quick disturbing. glimpse of the boy yeah. like during the exorcism scene. But yeah, yeah, I agree exactly. There's a lot of things like that. Like you just hear about what happened, yeah. but in your head you start putting together which make I think it worse. makes it yeah exactly George has got those so good and there's like the scene where he's in the uh, office and he's explaining to the doctors why mm. this is important and he's going into it the details his, of the, his right hand it was yeah, his left the, hand the details of how yeah. the the Gemini killer yeah. and what they released to the uh, newspapers yeah, the and why you know this guy knows things and he starts breaking like the, all that stuff is so good man yeah. like this I don't know if it was this movie or another one that made me like, give me everything George C. Scott it's has done. It's changeling. But, yeah, but both both films are, are great and both yeah. great George C. Scott performances. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, number 45, The Exorcist 3. My number 44 is actually another remake, which is kind of weird, from 2004, Dawn of the Dead from Zack Snyder. Oh, Your wow. boy. Yeah. I, it actually, I wanted to include... A Zack Snyder film in this. Oh, but yeah? You it, couldn't it, do it, eh? No, I, I really, actually, I, I watched this movie recently, and I, I had a fucking blast with that. Because I, 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 I remember, like, you liking and be, me yeah. being like, I don't remember, I remember having issues with it. I had a fucking blast with it. It, would ju- yeah. it. it just didn't quite make it. That opening scene is fucking insanity. It just starts off such a good, like, that nurse kind of, oh, I forget her name, Polly? Sarah Polly. She kind of like gets off work. Like, oh, this work is my favorite is Zack Snyder and then, movie. And then, by like, the way. it just opens up. Like, what the fuck is going on? It's just, and it keeps up. Yeah. And that opening credit scene with Johnny Cash playing in the background of like the world falling disrepair yeah. is so fucking cool. And again, it just keeps going and going and going till like. There was no hope for these people. Well, there, there's whatsoever. so many fun moments. So, like, where yeah. they're they're uh, taking turns with the the guy across that they can't oh, get yeah. like, sniping yeah. and like being, being like Burt Reynolds, and yeah. you got to kind of shoot the guy that looks yeah. like Burt Reynolds. It's so weird seeing the modern family dad in this yeah. as like the he despicable is such an asshole. In yeah, this, there, there's some crazy. Yeah, there's some crazy sequences in yeah. this, and and the, the action. I think all the action is pretty zombie well zombie baby, and, yeah. which is straight out of like this that is one I wanted to rewatch because yeah. it, it probably yeah. again. It's in that probably 100 to 200 range right afterwards, yeah. but I always really like this one as well. Yeah, yeah it, it is, is a fun, like, modern horror film. It's a blast. Like, you're never bored with this movie, I found. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, Adam, number 44. Number 44 from 2008, Let the Right One In. Nice. nice. Uh, yeah, like... This is, I don't know what to say about this movie. It's like this unexpected friendship, existential, coming-of-age drama, vampire film. movie that has a great atmosphere and just like... There's something about where they're living, like it's dark all the time. Like, yes. And you get that the depression, this kid's going through like this lonely life. And he's, he's getting bullies. Down on school. Yeah. And like his parents are just kind of like, ah, whatever. He's trying to make life for himself, but it's dark and constantly. And it doesn't sugarcoat. A lot of coming of age, yeah. like make it like, oh, this guy's got kind of got hard. Yeah. Like this his kid has it terribly. Like, terrible. And then he meets this young girl, young girl mm. in quotation marks, uh, that he can relate to and it changes everything, but doesn't change everything. 
and there, there's a lot of things about codependence. You, you know, yeah. you got with the older man, and then you got with a kid that, that that's in there. Um, I, I, it, it's, it's one of those movies. The first time I saw it, I'd heard a bunch of stuff about this, and I was not prepared for this. Yeah, it, it, it felt, and and maybe is uh, cast a shadow of of movies that. You know, and and its influences influence stuff a lot that Kyle doesn't like about modern horror, but it does it so well. Like it's actually thoughtful and has. I actually, great- I I really, I will say this movie didn't make my list, but I do really enjoy. it. Wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. This m- movie didn't make your list. No. The remake did though. No, no, none of them, none of them did. But I I, I, I like this better than the remake. The remake and this are kind of. There's some, similar, I think this one's right? better. I think, yeah. I think this one's better than the remake. The the remake is better than it has any right to be. Yeah. In in my opinion. Um That's Jenkins as well, isn't it? Yeah. 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 He's and great. Elias Cotez as well as a detective? Yeah. I almost think yeah, like this is a it's a great coming of age tale. Mm, I can't great. believe this isn't on yours. Uh, yeah. You've given this like insane. Did I give it a four of, or four and a half? I don't know. Five? I think, <laughs> and I didn't give it five. No, no, you don't give anything. Let me five. Uh, talk for a second. Let me talk, talk <laughs> yeah. amongst yourselves. Yeah. It's such a cool thing. And again, <laughs> these like moments of violence are just so weird because you don't see them coming per se, but no. they, they just happen. They happen out of nowhere. To children, yeah, children, and and like the. I did the, give it four and a half. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Again, I had five hundred films that were all like four. You don't four. give four and a half to anything. Yeah. Again, There's when probably I, like six movies that have more. It's one of those films that like, but sometimes when I get my ratings, it's like, it's so amazingly made. I don't know how often I'm in the mood to watch. Yeah, this that's film. true. Like I, I'm I, even for me, I'm gonna watch this once a decade, once every like yeah. ten years. Yeah, but that that it is. It's great. I've seen it twice. Both of those viewings have been like incredibly impactful. Yeah. So, any, anyways, yeah, I'm not on yours. Not on my list. No. Oh my god. This is it's kind of a great segue because this goes into both of you talked about my boy Zack Snyder. Yeah. You talked about a vampire film. This is a vampire film for number forty four, starring my other boy, Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. <laughs> Interview. <laughs> Interview of the Vampire from nineteen ninety four. Do you guys ever see the Norm Macdonald movie? Yeah, I watched Interview with the Vampire. I only have one critique. Not gay enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Tom Cruise probably is supposed to be a gay man. Yeah, I think they're I all kind of androgynous. Yeah, um, yeah the, this is a film, I, I don't think even I appreciate how good it is. Yeah, it's it's one of those films, awesome. like, I watch every 10 years, I'm blown away, and then I forget about it. Mm-hmm. Like, when I do my top 10 Tom Cruise, I, this film never comes up. This film wasn't even in, near my rankings. I'm like, I'll throw it on. It's been a long time. And I was like, wow, this is a fucking yeah, it's great awesome. Film, it's just, it's so, like, epic in scope. It pretty much covers yeah, it's huge. It, it, decades. Yeah, like, yeah decades. it starts in, like, the 1700s yeah. and goes to present time. Um, it just seems like a big movie. The score by, um, it's, uh, I think, Elliot Goldenthal is fantastic. Uh, Tom Cruise is amazing as the villainous Lestat. You got Brad Pitt in an early appearance. who's yeah. still, maybe not the actor he is now. He's still kind of figuring out. I think he's the weakest part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. but he's still good. Antonio Banderas is great. He's great. Um, Kirsten Dunst, one of her first roles. Yeah, she's, she's great. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, even Thandie Newton makes a, a little pe- appearance in there. Um, it's directed by Neil Jordan, who uh, did another vampire film. Company that's pretty of good. Wolves. 
Yeah, Comfy Voice, but he also did Buys In TM recently, oh, which, right. which is yeah. uh, kind of another one that I don't. I watched Company of Wolves. Have you guys about. seen this? That's one with no, the Wolves coming out. It's an eighties movie. Yeah. I think you both should watch yeah. this. It didn't make my my list, uh, but I watched it over the summertime. It's one that's it's a hard perfect to find, yeah. Shocktober. Okay. Uh, m- movie for sure. I uh, great. I, I think I got it from the library. It was a gr- great Blu-ray cut. I, okay. um, awesome. Company of Wolves. Anyways, back to yeah, yeah. With it the just it feels like this historical drama that mm-hmm. just happens at vampires. As it's this going seems like each... a me pick that you've put in your list. What yeah, what's happening? Here? No, again, I just uh, well, I think it, I think it has like it has those dark comedic moments. Mm-hmm. It has the tragic moments. Like there's some fucking scary. But it has some really frightening, tense moments, like that moment where they come and grab him, and it's, you know, Curse Nance and the and the, the, yeah. the girl there yeah. is terrifying. And then, of course, you get the 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 revenge scene, which is amazing. It's just I don't know. I love it. Just it's it's. So this was one I saw. You watched it, and I went, I should watch that again. I love that yeah. movie, but I haven't seen this movie in fifteen years. It, I think that's more? how everyone feels wow. about. It. I think it's a film you watch and then forget about. You watch it. Are blown away by it and then forget about it. Because like, I've watched it at least five, four or five times. Oh, yeah, the set scenario. Like and even like, all the effects are great. Like, this is when they were kind of testing VFX stuff, but like they just would use it to enhance stuff. It's not over. Right. I was actually reading up on it before we came here, and I guess to um, get those uh, those cool kind of translucent um, oh, yeah, veins on them. Fa- they would actually have the actors, they would turn them upside down for 30 minutes so they would pop out <laughs> oh, and then they'd awesome. be able to draw them. So they're actually real, like they're correctly drawn up wow. they're not like fakely drawn on um yeah the, the the effects are great in this there's there's some tom really, cruise like, always does his own stunts even yeah, though he's yeah, got to yeah, hang yeah. upside down <laughs> even when he's a vampire <laughs> there's just some scary moments and and uh yeah i don't know this is a film that uh it just uh it works on that big epic scale that kind of the same way you would watch some big epic period drama which yeah. i enjoy those type of movies this one just yeah. happens to have vampires and uh no it, this is uh I'm I'm gonna try to sneak this in in October. Yeah, I think I might have to now. It's been like, so many years. Yeah, it, it, it's cool. And uh, yeah, it, it, yeah. Anyways, uh, Matty, your number forty three. Forty three from nineteen eighty five. I think one of the most interesting takes on the zombie tale is a reanimator. Oh, we're there. Oh, 43? We all got one. Oh, did you have it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. Awesome. Wow, Reanimator's the first. Reanimator. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, this movie, it could have been just another like an 80s slasher, but he was trying to outdo all this other. And like with all the uh, craziness, it outshines everything. He had a vision and it hits. Yeah, they're, they're, it's so yeah. inventive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what can we say about something that we already said? Like the scene with the. Uh, what you can head. say is that motherfucker yeah. is a maniac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a filmy. <laughs> When he puts his head on the uh, paper spike, he's like, creep, rolling over. And just like, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. <laughs> you guys need to watch the, uh, the the cut that I watch. That's, uh, it's only on the, the limited Blu-ray, unfortunately, but it's oh, an interesting. Okay. Uh, Is that the Criterion it, number? It's not. It's Arrow put it out, but I uh, think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's the most. In, yeah. Did I, I borrow I, this from you, though? I don't think so. I still have the DVD that comes like the. Uh, I, you, and you might have had it before yeah. I, I got this. This one came out. I don't know when it came out a year or two ago. Okay, yeah, um, I watched it before that. Th- I only for I only just saw this cut 
for the first time like a month or two ago, and I was like, ah, it's again. I don't think it's going to blow your mind, but I it think those adds, little bits to me because yeah. there's always you always knew about from deleted scenes that the he hypnotized, yeah. And you're, but yours like when you watch the movie, you're like, why did why is he so? It, it, they just film those little details. I think that if you, if you like the film, I thought kind of enhanced a little bit, but nice. Yeah. Adam, forty three. I think this one's going to blow up your brains. From 1978, John Carpenter's Halloween. <gasps> 42. What? That's my 40 fucking two. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's about the time I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I get it. Like, yeah, it's, again, 42 is not like a bad no. score. Like, these are it crazy. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. No, these right. are great. This is a great movie. You guys yeah. should be ashamed of yourselves right now. Okay? I just like other movies more than this. Yeah. I, like, I, I didn't. Oh, have, man, I'm totally judging. 42 for both of you guys now. So hard. Oh, it's 43 for me. It's 42 okay. for me, yeah. But that's, I mean, the 42 yeah. films that you think are better yeah. than this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are crazy. Uh, okay, go on. Yeah, I, I think, like, this is a film that basically sets up a, a million things that you guys love and appreciate that I think does probably better than all of those things that you love and appreciate. Like it's it's it sets a template and then just everyone just does the same thing afterwards because it's such yeah. a great template. Yeah, again, it sets it up perfectly. But, but some people have taken this and put their own flair. Yeah, and, they, they yeah. put their own thing. I'm yeah. I'm I'm yeah. You know, I'm being yeah, I would an say kills are are the big thing. Yeah, that, you know they they kind of became more elaborate from mm -hmm. the other films. Uh, but the POV shots, mm -hmm. you you've got great characters. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, you know, well, Peter POV Souls. was actually stolen from Black Christmas, to be fair. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is... We'll talk about yeah. later. <laughs> I've talked about it already. All right, then. Yeah, uh, so... Uh, it, yeah, you've got... Like, Jamie Lee Curtis, actually, when she's younger, I'm not a huge fan of. I, what, this movie? But I love her in this oh, movie. Oh, she is so charming in this movie, she, yeah. She, she's so good in this movie. But, like, if we talk about The Fog, or we're talking about uh, Terror Train, or something... Like, in the fog, she's maybe one of my least favorite like components of that. Where and Terror Train, I think she just is the same as everybody else. She's like a mm -hmm. young, but here it's just yeah. perfect. Like she plays that innocent character so well. I thought, yeah. like, yeah. and that being said, there are some the fucking brutal scenes of him just like killing this girl in the oh, car. Yeah. It's like, oh wow! Like, and you've got the I score. Mean, the score yeah. is just fucking uh, impossibly mm -hmm. good. And atmosphere, like yeah, motherfucker, yeah, it's yeah. so great. So, like, like Kyle is taking off his headphones. Yeah, yeah. he's done. I'm he out of here, guys. Done. It's been fun. He, he has no headphones on. He he left. He moved his mic away. No, uh, go, go on. I'm just, it'd be crazy if this wasn't even on his list. <laughs> no, well, it like, would be like, crazy. Like Halloween Five is, but this isn't. But yeah, I, I don't know. We know. We'll, we'll we can talk about it yeah. more. Yeah. So I, I'm in complete disgust here, but. I, is this your highest? Can you spoil? Is this your highest John Carpenter film? Then no. Okay. Oh, fair enough then. Um, cool. No. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah honestly, uh, my number forty-three. Well, I guess you guys may think this pick is crazy too. From nineteen seventy-one, The Omega Man. Oh, the Omega Man. Oh, starring Charlton Heston. Um. I guess this film has its fans, but it has a lot of people that mm -hmm. do not enjoy it at all. This is again one of those comfort food picks. I don't know why I've just like grown Are to you love a this Heston film. Fan? Like, do you like Heston no, a lot? Not, no, I think this is the. I watch this like every year or two, yeah. and I just 
fucking love it. I actually went as the uh, villain. Um, what's his name? Je- Jonathan. M- M- what was it? Matthias or something? Yeah. Uh, but I went as that as Halloween, the cloak and the glasses. Mm-hmm. And the, I just love the look of the zombie vampire creatures in this. It's weird because every time, if you ask me every time, I'd say, well, this is really good. But my favorite ver- adaptation of the story is Last Man on Earth. Mm-hmm. But no, it, it's just film. This is one that I actually watched Last Man on Earth. It's good. But this is the this film for me. Ya. This is the comfort for me. This, it's just so fun. I love like Charlton Heston hamming it up. And he's like on screen a lot of time talking to himself. This film came out when black exploitation was a big thing, so, so they, they tried to fit in. Then it's got funky tunes. It's got the girl with the fro. It's just such a fun. I got fun I, movie. I've actually never seen this movie. Oh, get out of here! Yeah, okay, oh, it's great. Well, um, <laughs> I like. Well, who knows? You yeah. might think it's absolutely shit because some people, a lot of people, do. It's I. I've wanted to see it for. I years. think you might dig this. Actually, I think it has like a. Your the score flair, is really yeah. good. It's actually this is known for being one of the first interracial kisses. Actually, oh, yeah. between Heston and the, mm-hmm. and the woman in it. Um, I love just seeing again. See, She's still known as the woman, though. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I don't know what else she did. But uh, I love seeing, like, you watch, yeah. like, the uh, bullshit I Am Legend with Will Smith. And yeah. It's all the CJ. I love this movie because they got big, you know, the camera pie, empty streets of L.A. And, you know, they actually mm-hmm. had to clear those fucking streets. Um, I, I believe they shot on, like, Sundays or something yeah. when was in, in church. Um, there's just a lot of cool, fun action moments, even some tense moments. Like there's scenes where they like have him tied up. They're going to crucify him. Um, and he's like, you can take my yeah. arms, but you cannot take my guns. <laughs> from my, from your cold, dead hands. Yeah. I'll you take do. The guns. Yeah. You get those Heston moments, yeah. which is, you know, it's just, I, I don't know how to explain it. To me, it's just like a cool mm-hmm. and like, cool. I mean, like, it's just this cool, entertaining film. The finale is solid. I mean, it kind of sticks. Obviously, Last Man on Earth is probably the closest yeah. the evidence price to the book, but this sticks kind of close. But then it adds like it's like taking that story but throwing it in the seventies. Yeah, and I don't know the villains like wear sunglasses. They don't seem and... scary though. They just seem like a, like a gang rather yeah. than like a uh, villain. Yeah, I, there's somebody. I guess somebody, they're villainous, but somebody not like else monsters. said said yeah. to me recently. I can't remember who I was talking yeah. about this movie with, but they were like, "Yeah, they they." They don't necessarily like. They're not monsters. I'm just yeah, yeah well, it, it's people not, or. I don't but, think it's mm-hmm. supposed to be monsters in the original. It's mm-hmm. not either, right? They're intelligent yeah. creatures that are just like they've become. I yeah. guess to the monster to the human, but to them, the human is the monster, right? Like, yeah. right? Th- they're watching this human go around killing their people. Yeah. I. It's never meant. We're, yes, if yeah. you go by the shitty Will Smith movie, that they're these fucking stupid. Let's yeah. not even talk about that movie. This movie is closer to how they are. <laughs> that are movie actually book. ended our last podcast. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it did actually. Um, really? Yeah, we were like going like, why the fuck are we sitting here for an hour and two talking about this fucking movie? Yeah, okay, we need to re-examine our lives. <laughs> I I don't know. I I, I would I would yeah. cover them all again because yeah. I do like the other two versions. Yeah. But yeah, there, there's just something. I think the villains are fun and cool. And then mm-hmm. Jonathan Mathias is a great villain though. Oh I think yeah, he, he's he's such a fun. And you have a scene like they sit at a table and discuss yeah. like. <laughs> You know, terms. <laughs> it's not like a monster movie. It's it's. Yeah. There's more to it, but it's also kind of a silly '70s funk, yeah, <laughs> action movie. I don't know. I don't know why I love this film, but I watch it like every year or two. 
and I am never bored and I'm totally entertained throughout. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it, Charlton Heston going and watching like Woodstock in the <laughs> theater by himself, yeah. playing chess with the statue and having a conversation. And having like a great Charlton Heston esque conversation. But, and then like they're, they're fucking bugging him. So him snapping and shooting them yeah. with machine guns. And I, yeah. I think it's what's great fun. about this is they're actually like taunting him at night. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And it's creepy. Out, it's, yeah. yeah it's, it's got some creepy. And again, I think the score adds to it. Like the score is pretty, mm-hmm. like it has some funky moments for the, uh, the action scenes, but then it has this creepy score. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a lot of fun. Again, not going to be for everyone, but uh, it's that comfort food for me. Awesome. Yeah, my uh, 42 was Halloween. I want to talk about that scene in Willowbrook where they uh, break in, and again, all the inmates are just on the lawn, and they drive mm. in Don Pleasant, driving the car in, like, oh, no, and smashes that window. Fucking great scene, right? Yeah. Anyways, it's, yeah. It's see, yeah. Adam is going to probably have all these crazy artistic, respected yeah. pieces in front of. You're going to have like Puppet Master two in front of Halloween, and I'm going to slap you, Maddie. <laughs> well, I like his looking at his notes. He's like, well, he's like number forty one. Yeah. Well, this is going to be an this is going to be an odd conversation. <laughs> like, didn't you? Wasn't the movie right before this the House on Haunted Hill remake? Oh um, no, Reanimator. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, go on. Well, before that was that. Adam, what's your number? So this is an unexpected one for me, which will seem low for a lot of people and listeners probably paying attention. Uh, So I'm going with, from 1974, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm surprised how high this is for you, actually. So this was a movie that up until my rewatch, Kyle and I had... Basically, like, yeah, I thought you would have had this higher, higher, higher. I thought you had. So I, I I would say lower. I did not like this movie. You revisit recently, and I thought you really praised it. Yeah, it's incredible. But basically, I hated this movie before. Like, I I thought the the I'd seen this twice in high school, both at kind of parties situations. Mm. Hated it both times. No, it's not a party party movie movie at all. And it blew. Me the fuck away this time. How unsettling everything is from the opening credits. Like Sally on July 31st, I was Sally Harrison in for like Franklin. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, you put this in this weird documentary, and, and it starts off with these people like uh, corpses on top of tombstones, like arranged in like artistic ways. You're like, what the fuck is this? And like, the uh, and it's done in such a raw, fucking yeah. unrelenting style. Mm-hmm. It's experimental a lot of time oh, with yeah. this composition. And and Hooper is un, like just free to do everything that no one had done at this point, but they're perfect. Like you he holds a shot on the twitching body enough yeah. to enf- emphasize that transformation from alive to meat. Yeah. It's fucking a, awesome, right? So it's a, it, it's, a, it's a this is a person yeah. Not a person anymore. You're in the fucking slaughterhouse, and then the slaughter door slams shut, and 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 that slamming is more of a character trait than any mask or anything else that's going on there. Um, You you most in most slasher films you have uh, scenes where a character is introduced to the killer, and they have them trying to escape. The the, the, those characters get to process the situation, become terrified, uh, like. They get to see if how they can escape and their game plan and whatever. Not nope. in this movie. You, you get a fucking everybody un- but Sally just yeah. gets fucking destroyed. Yeah. You are, and that's actually how it would be. Yeah, 
You wouldn't even clock it. it Boom, you're yeah. dead. Fuck you. Here's a nice meat hook in your back. Yeah, <sighs> chainsaw going through yeah. your body. Uh, it's not pretty. It's not elegant. It's fucking a, a killer. It's coming at you. Nightmarish. And the the final kind of like sequence with with Sally through the woods and what's going on. And she goes to dinner. I, I loved you. <laughs> what was your comment on how late did the Sawyer family eat dinner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And but that sequence is like you're watching some French new wave shit. It's uh, next level editing. I find cutting. it's the little things that make it so much fun. Like you're going up and you see like the uh, picture frames along the wall of like just like corpses along the wall. Like that's fucking gold. Like, yes. Even if you go to that house and it's just like a bunch of bones and like spider webs in the distance and like the art, like the couch made out of like a. Uh, Skulls and shit like that. Yeah. Like, the, there's b- detail in everything that I never appreciated. Yeah. The final shot mm-hmm. is amazing. It's triumphant, but also, like... It never is going to be okay again. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It, this is it for her. Like, You got away, but you didn't get away. Yeah. No there's one, no getting No one away. got away. Uh... I watched this basically thinking, I'm going to watch this, and then I can talk about this when Manny you puts can, this on his list, and I'm going to shit all over this, and it fucking totally 180'd on me. Yeah. It, 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 I I think, again, I maybe, I like Kyle had just said, like maybe I thought it, he thought it would be higher. Mm-hmm. It's only because it basically went from, in my opinion, the most overrated yeah, horror movie of all time. Yeah, because you were shitting on this like, earlier. Years. You hated this. Yeah. Like, yeah, for years. I'm surprised it kind of crept up on I'm, you. I, I was totally wrong. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I'll it, accept your apology later. It's, it's okay. unbelievable. Don't worry about it. It's, it's unfucking believable. It's it's yeah. pure terror on screen. Yeah. It's it's a nightmare. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, even that one scene where she's like losing her mind on the dinner screen, it just closes up on her eye, and you just watch her eye for like maybe 45 seconds. You're like, oh, that is. He's taking is choices way. in this movie where he's focusing on attention on certain things. Mm-hmm. That are d- daring to give to people. It's yeah. not a fucking party movie. I saw this no. movie at two parties. Why yeah, the fuck no, would no, I ever no, like no, this? No. You want to watch a party movie? Watch the sequel, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's my that's my number forty-two. Yeah, I will say that is not on my list. Obviously, um, I, I, I like I I actually never says a bad film. I totally appreciate it mm-hmm. on every level, and I understand why people love it. I just don't enjoy it. At all, and I, that's a film that I try to force feed myself every time we do these lists. I watch it, trying to like push it in there, and I just can't. Do, I just find like, and I get that's the point of it. It's supposed to be unsettling. Mm-hmm. It's just like that last half an hour is that the lead screaming literally. It's not that long, actually. No. no, it is. I actually timed it on this watch. Uh, how much was it? It goes on for about a half an hour. Yeah, but she's no. she. The, but yeah. she goes into yeah. the the dinner sequence. No, and, stuff. and she's screaming that whole time. Oh yeah, but there are. Yeah, it's not like happen. pure screaming. There's yeah. a lot of other things going on. But it's pretty on. much. It's pretty much. It's like it's no. It's almost. I thought like, you were just talking about it when she runs to the woods. No, so no, it, no. It goes on. It's yeah. about a half an hour of almost nonstop screaming. It's just like I, I don't know. I guess that's the point. It's supposed to like mm-hmm. get to you. She's great in it, by the oh, way. Oh yeah, she's but it's awesome. yeah. And, and even the dad, he's like such a weird, creeping, <laughs> yeah. charming dude. Like, yeah. Even the uh, hippie. Like oh, I forget his name. It's not Chop Top, but and you I hate know the that handicapped guy. bastard in that. Oh, he's such a whiny dude. <laughs> yeah, he's but uh, he's great. He gets his, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, he man. gets his. Anyways, um, 
Number 42 for me, uh, I think Maddie's already talked about this, from 2001, uh, Jeepers Creepers. Oh, nice. This movie was like way not we as We talked high about up. this. It's got Steve's on, and that's all we care about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, yeah, it's unfortunate to have because it's directed by Victor Sawa, but again, I'm one of those people who can separate the art from the artist. I think I stand by the Creepers, one of the best modern Monsters? creature designs. Justin Long and Gina Phillips. Uh, have great chemistry as a brother sister. It actually like means something if it, mm-hmm. you want to see these characters make it through it. Uh, I love the beating you truck and all the chase sequences, terrifying. But then we lead into like the sewer, yeah. which is covered in hundreds or thousands of bodies sewn into the ceiling like and everything. The, uh, catacombs and, kind of deal. And and then you get into the you discover the mythology of that, which is fucking great. I love the the psychic who calls them and you're like, mm. who's this person? She, what is she talking about? And, and the, the creepy Jeepers Creepers yeah, music. Yeah, hear the song. Um, wow. Like she knows something that, yeah, when that yeah. happens, something bad's going to happen. And then the finale, it's just like, holy shit, that is shocking <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and messed up. And, and even little you things I never even thought. No. So uh, again, it's one of those movies where like when bad stuff happens, it actually kind of means something. Um, so yeah, that's my number 42. My number 42. Uh, one from 1992, Dead Alive. What a crazy splatter film that is unrelenting. Yeah. Like, yeah, we talked so th- about th- this that's earlier. That's the first one. Or that's the Dude. first one to make all three of our lists. No, second one. Second one. Reanimator. Reanimator. Oh. <laughs> 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 so you had Dead Alive. You seem so disappointed. Yeah, you both had Dead Alive? Yeah, uh, Brain Dead. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Same movie. Yeah. Fucking awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. So to film me? It's, yeah, it's a film. So, yeah, I'm, I'm getting mixed up with Exorcist 3. So uh, we've got two then. Yeah. We've got two. Okay. Yeah, that's my uh, cool. 41. Uh, my 41 is Michael Powell's uh, movie from, I think it's 61? It, ni- yeah, 1960. Michael Powell, Peeping Tom. Okay. Um, so this is, for years, was known as like, the first slasher. No, not the first slasher, but like the uh, prototype. For- yeah, like the British psycho, yeah. almost in a way. And it's it's this guy who films everything that he's doing, even the killings that he was made, because he's been filmed his whole life. Mm-hmm. And it, it basically ruined Michael Powell's career. Have, have either seen this? I haven't film? seen this, actually, oh, which man, is weird. It's yeah. so good. Um, I, I, uh, this is something I uh, when I was... Uh, was at, uh, at Mac? I got introduced, and I've I've seen it multiple times, and I just rewatched it actually this week. I knew it was going to be up be, there uh, here for me, and I just wanted to like kind of remember a bunch of stuff that's going on. But basically, it's a guy that works at a film studio, and he seems mild mannered and and meek, but he has a desire to cause fear in people, and he wants to see the fear when he kills them on camera. On celluloid, and he's basically making a documentary. He keeps telling people all the time, and. You have an amazing lead performance uh, and 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 great secondary characters. All the all the people he's going after get you like you get to know their lives a little bit more. That's kind of cool. Like they have like a uh, characters. Like, There's real characters. Yeah, they're rememberable. Not Michael like fodder. Michael Powell was known for making all these like very prestigious movies with Emmerich. Uh, uh, Pressburger and uh, like the Red Shoes, Black Narcissist, uh, the Life and Times of Colonel Blimp, all these like very prestigious British movies. Wait, wait. there's a prestigious movie called The Life and Times of Colonel Blimp. I think it's that's what it's called. <laughs> okay, <yeah>. man. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Is <laughs> Benny Hill seem <laughs> like the... <laughs> He, he lo- look, doesn't this guy look prestigious? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. That, that seems about right. So this ruined his career. He n- never was basically able to recover because it was seen as so lewd and crude. Oh, he got, like, a, ousted as, like, a pornographer kind of deal? Like, because basically... Go make your stag films. Yeah, because there's, there's a little bit of nudity in these yeah. movies, and there's so much violence and overt violence. I, it actually reminds me of Frenzy that Hitchcock made a decade later. When when you were able to get away with more. you were talking about that earlier yeah, yeah it's my number hundred yeah. was frenzy and this just like it actually goes in the psyche of the killer so much but it's not it's also in a way uh, that you 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 feel like you're living in London you feel like you're living in that time yeah. there's like kind of funny asides that are happening all so it's not a dour movie at all um, but it was it's a movie that. Ended a gr- like one of the greatest filmmakers of uh, all time. Do you think this is why we're talking about it this day because of this movie, as opposed to the uh, Life and Times of Colonel Blimp? <laughs> I, I I think this is just one of his like Life and Times of Colonel Blimp is actually really oh, is well it? Known. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to make fun of it because that's <laughs> it is such a stupid fucking name. Am I wrong? In uh, <laughs> the Life and Death. I've su- oh okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, sorry, I, sorry. I, I not Times. I, yeah. I screwed that up. But yeah, like Fast uh, Times at Colonel Blimp. <laughs> <laughs> like. The movies we, he made with Pressburger, like they're usually they're like up there. Yeah, usually but up on the top. You hear people Tom constantly. Maybe because I'm on the yeah, like the, as a horror bucks, movie. Yeah. He made one horror movie. Yeah, this is it. And, and that ended his career. And it ended his career. And he didn't make it with his partner uh, that did all the other Arrow yeah. film movies with with him. And uh, it's fucking phenomenal. You yeah, both should right. watch it. All right, I just rewatched it. It's ridiculously good. It's crazy. It doesn't even have a Blu-ray release. Oh no! I no. I have the Criterion DVD. Yeah. Oh shit! That's what I mean. Like this is considered to be. Someone argued the originator of like the slasher. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't even have a Blu-ray. Crazy. I didn't know that. I just I've just had the Criterion DVD for like yeah. fifteen years. So does a uh, Blimpy Times at Colonel Fast have a, <laughs> a Blu-ray? <laughs> I cannot get over this. <laughs> I think, yeah, Colonel Blimp is considered, a, I think, a big film. I don't know. <laughs> just a silly name. <laughs> um, it does have a Blu-ray. Oh, Blimpy Times has a... Life yeah, like, I bet most of his... Again, this movie was... Maybe it's Prince. That's the... Int- it, it, like, this was, like, basically, like, you fucked up. You should not have made this movie. We're going to show this for a week and then fuck That's you forever. That's eh? Cool. I will... Yeah, maybe I'll try to watch it in October. I'll 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 lend you the Criterion yeah. DVD. Ooh la la. Um, okay, I guess my final pick for the night, my number forty-one, uh, the first Universal monster movie on my list from nineteen forty-one, The Wolfman. Oh, oh yeah. nice. Um, I love the ga- gothic gas, mm-hmm. the gothic yeah. look and atmosphere. The of this atmosphere film. in this movie is awesome. Yeah. Just like the twisted tree trunks and. I never like the fog is so thick. It's like high waist yeah. fog in this film when they're running, they're chasing each other. Uh, Lon Chaney, I just find charming. Is I know you have a problem. I I I like that stuff yeah. where he's like peeping on her, and then speaking of pe- pe- peeping Tom, <laughs> that could have been a different film with Lon Chaney here. Uh, and then like goes. And he's tries, supposed to be charming though when he's yeah, doing it. that's the difference. But he goes and like <laughs> flirts with her. But like again, he admits that he was yeah. fucking spying on her. It's not like he's you know. Too he's, creepy he, about it. He's, it's he's a little bit honest about his creepiness. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's, he's, he's creepy, but he's honest. Aware. Hey, I'm just gonna um, pull up my penis right now. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We can make a movie called Self Werewolves. What do you guys think? 
Um, but uh, yeah, the 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 doom romance between him and uh, I guess Evelyn Anchor is that her name? Yeah, uh, who is totally very attractive in this movie. You have Claude Rains as the father, who's great. Uh, is great. Um, I love the gypsy fortune tellers. Yeah. Um, uh, Bella Lugosi is one of them. In a... Who you hate, Bella Lugosi. I love Bella Lugosi. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I, I hate and love, they're the same thing. It's just two hands. Yeah. I'm one of the few people that really enjoys the <laughs> like Universal Monster Dracula, which a lot of people don't. Of course, I, I love the poem, the whole, even a man who is pure yeah. in heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolfsbane blooms and the autumn moon is bright. I didn't realize that this movie is actually the, the movie that introduced everyone to the silver bullet carry, uh, killing oh. wolves. I don't know if that was made up just oh. for this film. I don't think it was in mythology before this. Uh, werewolves turn into other werewolves when bitten, and uh, the whole the the pentagram thing. So I, I think I read that this film introduced all that. Oh, crazy! I could be wrong. Maybe I, these are made up facts, but that's mm-hmm. what I read. Uh, the ending is just perfectly tragic. I know they throw it away with the sequels, but I think it's a great yeah. way to end the film. And most importantly, I love the look of the Wolfman. Yeah, it's, it's it great. may not be my favorite. Uh, maybe the Howling is my favorite Wolfman. I do enjoy like the the human. Like, yeah, uh, is it what is it called when they're bite by? Biped when they're on two, two yeah, legs. Yeah. Biped. I love that wolf more than the, the four-legged one. But I, I do love the design of this. I love the transformation, the effects for the time. And uh yeah, it's just uh, it's a great gothic. I, 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 this is one film. that I, I think I'm gonna watch in in, in October again. It is a perfect October. Yeah, I mean the whole October, film yeah, in. for sure. because um, it's it's an honorable mention for me, definitely like in that hundred mm-hmm. to two hundred area. Um it's one of the more fun. Like, I don't think it's as, um, you know, Frankenstein, I think, ha- has a lot of themes and stuff throughout it. I think mm-hmm. this is more of, like, the entertaining side um, of the, the Universal Monsters. But, uh, yeah. Cool. Is that the... Uh, That's it for tonight? That's our well, 60 well, 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 to well, 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 If you want to uh, shit on any of our uh, picks, <laughs> mostly Kyle's, you can uh, email us. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If you want to shit on the fact that these guys have Halloween at number, what was it, 42 or 43? Uh, 42 and 43. Yeah, I had 43. Yeah, so, yeah, it, come on, guys. We know that's crazy talk. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Get a hold of us. <laughs> uh, Facebook, Movie Maddie City had, Maniacs. Uh, not to throw you under the bus. You had Psycho at like 50 something. Uh, fair enough, yeah. yeah. So well, it's just all uh, Maddie's bad picks. The only problem is that movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows it. it it's Maddie gonna, only likes yeah. thirty horror films. Yeah, We're getting yeah, to them. Yeah. It's gonna make those. Yeah, those forty picks are gonna be at the. Aren't very you judging. now a little bit more? Kyle was like, "Oh, it's gonna be so. We're gonna have the same movies." Blah yeah, blah yeah. blah. It, it's gonna be kind of interesting. I think. I guess listeners could shit on me for not even including Texas Chainsaw Massacre because that's easy. Yeah. Like top three for most people. So yeah, it's- I have fucking Omega Man and Grizzly <laughs> above Texas Chains. Again, though, or Night of Tex- the Living Dead. You guys both yeah. are not gonna yeah. have Night of the Living Listen. Dead on your list. Yeah. Again, though, when I made this, these are my favorite. I think Texas Chainsaw is an amazingly made film. I just don't love it myself. Anyways. You, see yeah. how he sidestepped Night <laughs> yeah, of the exactly. there? He's like, oh, I yeah. actually like that yeah. one. Man. No, yeah. I'm not saying I like it. I appreciate it. I'm just saying black and white movies suck is all I'm saying. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can get a hold of us. Movie City Maniac. Search Facebook and group page. Movie City Maniacs on Instagram. And you can uh, email us at moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. We'll be back soon with our 40 to 21. Right? 40 space to, yeah, to 21. 21. Yeah. 
4821. Two more episodes <laughs> to break down the top 100. Stay scared, everybody. Bye. Bye.